With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Block Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show. Brought to you by Married Men Don't Talk, sponsored by the Marriage Communication Conference. October 19th at the National Harbor. How's everybody doing tonight? All right, brother. Good. We good? Good. Yes, sir. How much stuff? Good, good, good. Tonight's topic, daddy's little girl. We're going to talk about the relationship between father and daughter. The only rule tonight, no profanity, and it's not Bible study. Cool. All right. I was um, watching this movie, right? And I think that y'all have seen this movie. It's one of those movies that kind of make you mad. Hello, can you hear me? Okay, okay, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of movies that make you mad, but it make you think at the same time. And it's called, it was called A Time to Kill. Anybody see that one? Oh, yeah. You sure did. With uh, Samuel Jackson. And they had the right. daughter that was that, that was that was his daughter was ten years old and got well you know what happened by right. those drunk dudes and then he got to a point in his life where he had to make a decision mm-hmm. am I gonna let the justice system fix it or am I gonna take it into my own hands and that was a deep that was a deep movie you know. Um, because, you know, he, he 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 did have a choice to make. And the first question that I want to throw out there tonight, if that was your daughter, what decision would you make? And those of those who have seen the movie, if you didn't see the movie, let me know and I'll give you a brief a brief update of of, of what it was. Hey Tony Hey, yeah. Tony, I didn't mean to cut you off. I had a couple uh, at the house. Are there any tickets left for the communication weekend? Yes. Yes, yes. There are? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, you just go on, online and um, uh, yeah, houseofdeath.com and register. Okay, so there's tickets still available right now? Mm-hmm. Yes, but they got to hurry up. Yeah, okay. I, I saw there was only five. I didn't know if there was any left. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. Hey, you're good. Hey, T.O., could Go you, I, I saw the movie, but could you refresh my memory and everybody's memory, what you're talking about? There was, it's an old, old movie with Samuel Jackson. Okay. And the girl was 10 years old, black girl, walking home. She got abducted by three Men, okay, and they raped her, beat her, peed on her, threw over a bridge, and left her for dead. Oh my goodness! She didn't die. 
I thought I thought they hungered. They tried to hang her, but the branch broke or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they tried to hang her over the bridge, right? Right, and the branch. Well, they tried to hang her on a tree, and the branch broke, and then she ended up living. Exactly, exactly. That's how she identified them. Um, and then they and then they were going to trial, and I forgot what was it Mississippi, Alabama, something like that. Something right, like that. right down south. And the father was like, well, they probably going to get off anyway. That's his, his, you know, his thought was, you know, justice won't be served. So anyway, he had to make a choice. Are we going to give justice a shot or am I going to take a shot? And then he waited for them to go to the court. And as soon as they were in court, he got an AK-47 and shot them down and killed them both. Remember that part, Ronnie? Mm-hmm. So the question that I'm asking now, and it, it's, it's, it's going to come full circle later on. If that was one of us, what what decision would we make for our daughter if we had to make that that decision? Let the legal system work it out or handle it ourselves? Well, the day and age, the day and time and age that we live in, it's almost like you have to trust the justice system, you know. And you know, you got to think about your the rest of your family. You got to think about your job, and you got to think, of course, about your your little girl, you know. Um, but with, with things going on, like, and I don't want to jump ship, but when things go on like Trayvon Martin, you just kind of like, well, you know, I might as well take care of it myself because you never know. What else is going on? So, the man like Samuel L. Jackson, maybe he didn't have you know a lot to lose. Like we have so much to lose. So I think that's kind of like a, I don't know if it's an unfair question or not, but you know it's like. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm listening. No, it just it's just like you know. You have so much to lose in in this area in this day and age. You know they were poor. You know and and yeah. and when we, we when we were poor, I have nothing to lose. You know, coming up, I can steal I can steal from the store and then care. You know, um, plus the fact I was young, all they was gonna do is take me to my mom, and uh, I was gonna get it. I was gonna re- the only thing I was risking is getting a beaten. You know, or not. You know, if I don't get caught. But now you got so much to lose. It's like you know you have to got to think about everything in its perspective and bring a a good enough case so justice could be served and not worry about you. if it's not going to be served. Sure, sure, sure. P Town, is that your but, phone, man? I can't hardly hear. Somebody's in the car. He said P Town. Why you got me P Town? Because <laughs> every week, if he is caught, he'd be on the road. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Businessman. Now, stop Pete down. Wait a minute. Hold on. I think. Okay. So anyway, but, look, look, I think, but I think now we have more to lose. Isn't that what you said? Say it again. You said now we have more to lose, right? Right. You're way more to lose. Yeah, but I think now we have more of a advantage. Because now that you have more to lose, you have you have uh, uh, better options as far as a legal team if you do get in trouble. 
versus what he had. But he you didn't look have at, a legal team. But you look at but you look at you look at Trayvon Martin. He got a legal team, and you know it's like uh, you know things like that can still happen where people can just get off scot free. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, so what I'm getting at is 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 the point where if we got to make that decision, because it's going to come up, there's, there's going to be times where something may happen. And you got to make a decision. And I understand what you're saying because right now you probably do have more to lose. But I think there they had less, so for them less was more to lose because they didn't, already didn't have anything. You follow right. me there? They didn't have anything, so it was like, okay, not only that, but let's just let's just take the part about having more to lose. You still got to make a decision. You know, I got a friend of mine that 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 um, caught a. A, a guy in his house, you know, trying to sleep with his daughter. And he, oh, that's it. Huh? Wait a minute. So the, the daughter let her, the, the daughter let him in the house? Probably so. Probably so. That's really oh, so it was consensual. It don't matter. It ain't her house. <laughs> so, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. She, was still, she was still a teenager. And he broke his hand, beating the dude up. He get in trouble. And it was a decision that he had to make. You know, easily. Okay, nah, dude, you ain't supposed to be. He get out. You know what I mean? Or, but but he didn't I'm kill him. You. I mean, wait, wait hold no, on. No, wait, no, that... I understand. And maybe the killing part would have been extreme because I didn't give a big reaction. So I'm gonna switch it around <laughs> a little bit so I can get more of a reaction. Just to say it's just not somebody that killed the dog. Okay. Now, now that's different. That's way different. Okay. That's Talk way about. different because because now you have a daughter that's perhaps disobedient to your rules and your house rules, and like like we used to say in, in school, man, don't never check the pimp. You I mean you got to check the hose. You know I mean lack of better words, but it, it that was the saying. So if my daughter is doing something in my house. And these are my rules, and she know good and well what she's supposed to be doing in my house and what she's not supposed to be doing in my house. Then I can't personally, because I done jumped out of a few windows myself, but I can't sure. personally blame the dude for getting invited over for some free booty. Got that right. So you got to go check your daughter because she's not abiding by the rules in your house. Because she's obviously, you know, uh, disobedient and, and rebelling and all those other things. So she need a, she need to be checked. Okay. So she still gets off scot free. No, I mean I, I'm not going to beat him up or shoot him or anything like that. But I will take him home and explain to his parents and 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 handle it like an adult. But to my daughter, it's going to be more of a disciplinary thing. But to to the dude who's trying to get get what a dude is always going to try to get to the end of time, you know I can't blame him, but I will, you know, uh, you know take him home and and talk to his parents if they even care. Okay, I like that. Anybody else? I I got a situation. Yeah, I mean, you can you hear me? Booty. If the girl's going to give up the booty, man, I mean that's where it's at. I mean, now, if you, you came in there and he was and he was raping her, 
Now we got a whole different ball game. You know, now now you, okay. you know only one of us is walking out. I got it. I got it. I think somebody else is in good words, Andrew. I think somebody else is trying to say something. All right. So the situation that I had with my daughter is uh, she was six. She came to me and she uh, she told me that her stepfather was messing with her and um, explained to me how he was doing it and everything. I mean, she was changing and. Um, yeah, she she showed me things that he was doing that he should not have been doing. Um, so to take her to the authorities and do everything the right way, I had to go right past him. And it took everything in me to not stop and kill him. And believe me, I wanted to. But at the same time, I thought, if I was to do that, I'm going to spend my life in jail. Yeah. My daughter isn't going to have me to be there to protect her anymore. Right. Sure. So even though the legal system failed on this one, and she's, she's, she went to another person after another year later, after, you know, everything happened and they made their decision, she went to another person and said the same things over and that it was still happening. And um, went to social services again, and they said they can't even open another case because there was lack of evidence in the first case. So they can't even open another case to to legally do anything to him or investigate it unless she comes forth with evidence, you know, like, and will actually talk. She's scared to talk. Wow. Mm. So... I mean, so I have to let her put in that situation. And the only thing I can do is just keep checking on her. But it does. It takes everything I can to to not beat him to death. Wow, wow. Wow. Somebody's got music in the background. Can you, can you mute that? You're um, All I can say is you're a stronger man than me. I'm telling you, because you could borrow my Tech Nine. <laughs> oh, believe me. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. it, it was. Yeah. I had a whole gun. I got rid of all my guns because it was. Yeah. It took everything I had, and yeah. it's just through the faith of God and you know just knowing that my, my little girl keeps me is the only brother, thing that keeps me from. My brother, I love God too. Okay. But let me mm-hmm. tell you something, man. Ain't nobody gonna touch my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, so, I know. I know. My, my, I know, brother. My daughter. My daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> my daughter's boyfriend. Uh, when I first met him, I told dude. I said, dude, look, it's nice to meet you. I'm a father. I said, the only person ever put a hand on my daughter is me. And um, and I said, if you ever decide to put your hands on, I'm gonna come visit you. You know, I didn't. I didn't threaten him. I told him I was gonna come visit. No doubt. No doubt. He decided to kick and beat my daughter one day, right? Tell me why I went to Fairfax, Virginia. Okay, the wrong place, okay? With my Tech 9, I kicked his mother's door in and stuck a gun down his throat. He was going to kill him in his mama's house. Okay, and I love God, too. But you ain't going to touch my daughter no more. No, no, definitely. And it's, it's yeah. like I said, it's all I can do. Like, I have to yeah. drop her off to to her stepfather. No way. Sometimes. <laughs> 
Oh, and man. I know won't that happen. he's won't happen. Her mother works a twenty-four hour shift. Won't happen. And it's won't nothing happen. that I can do legally. Won't to... happen. No. <laughs> well, one thing wow. I believe, sir, you can do is is to take her to a, a doctor to get a, a checkup, and once they see if her hymen had been messed uh, with or or anything like that then they can open up their own investigation and well, we, and it, go ahead. We did go through that whole process and it didn't go that far but he was touching and abusing her. I mean, um Gotcha. Uh, have you had a talk with him? Yeah, what does he uh, say? I've about had it? a talk with him and his wife. <laughs> my ex-wife. Um and my ex-wife, her mother don't believe it and actually he wasn't allowed around her for the first week after the situation while social services was investigating. And instead of him having to leave the house, his my daughter's mother made my daughter leave the house and go to her grandmother's. And like to me that's not that's not a mother. That's you know like I just I don't understand. I don't get it. But to me my children are my heart. They're everything to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess that's why I don't so get sometimes it. Sometimes you need to hang up, hang up that Christian card, and whip his. Oh, that's. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I truly believe that day is coming because the very next time that she tells me that he needs to know, you know, and 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 the wife ain't gonna be there, the the, the ex-wife ain't gonna be there. It's gonna be you and him, and he has yeah. to know. The next time I ever even get a whip of something. Brother, it's over. <laughs> oh, that's that's exactly what was said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what was said. <laughs> and yeah. my daughter has told me, you know, like, you know, being nice now. Yeah, and I don't mind going to jail. All right? I had, I had a buddy of mine who spent over half his life in jail. <laughs> and, and he told one of my, my daughter's girlfriends sitting down, one of my daughter's boyfriends sitting down, he said, let me tell you something. So you see that little girl? He said, I don't mind going back to jail. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Remember that day, Brian, when we had that little boy over? Oh yeah, I was there. Doing the fight party, right? His face. Uh, I mean, doing the fight party. And the thing with <laughs> with my daughter is, I try to, I try very hard to raise her right. I I let her know, you know, that I open the door for my daughter. Like she don't get out of the car. She knows to sit there until I come around and open the door for her. And I try to instill that in her because a man, when she gets old enough to start having a boyfriend, he don't deserve her if he's not going to open her door, if he's not going to do the things that a dog could do. If he's yeah. not going to get out and pump her gas for her, he don't deserve my daughter. You see, but one of the, one of the main functions as, as, a, as a father is we have to protect our family. And if the legal system is letting you down, you need to take some other steps. <coughs> Yeah, true. Just true, but at the, but there, there's the where the other things come into play is, okay, so I've done whipped his butt and put him in the hospital, but when he gets out of the hospital, I'm still going to be in jail, and I'm not going to be able to take care and defend my daughter then. Not for beating yeah. him. Not you can you 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 can you'll probably go to jail for a night or two for beating him because you can claim in, in temporary insanity. But you know, <laughs> don't kill him. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. kill him. Yeah. 
You just got to let them know that you were willing to kill him. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. Okay, yeah. you don't even have to beat him. You stick that nine down his throat, and you say, bro, you don't know who you're dealing with. Oh, yeah. Look, you, you, hey, he's playing, he's playing too diplomatic, man. Let me tell you something. Where I come from, man, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do that, man. man. See, what, what, you, what you do is, what you do is, you see, you don't have to put yourself in harm's way. All you got to do is get one of your crazy friends to go whoop him. <laughs> it, it's not that, I mean, I'm going to tell you something, fellas. I'm going to tell you something. It's not the same satisfaction as whooping somebody yourself. I mean, yeah, if, no. if they if they did it, because, I mean, I'm going to tell you, you know, um, I had, and I had my clearance, too, and, and I got to a little... Little, little, little beef, and 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 I was in jail uh, overnight, and I was in cuffs, and you know they took me down, and I just you know told them what happened, and I was calm, and I said I'm calm, and I just saw red, and I'm sorry, and then you know, and it was like okay, well after they heard what happened, they said you know yeah, well uh, he kind of deserved it, and we went to court, nothing happened. I just reported it to my security officer, and then nothing else happened. You know, it was like. It was, I mean, it was like just to serve, you know. Hey, he didn't, wow. he didn't put, he didn't press no charges, and and I didn't either, you know. It was just a fight. I don't, I don't know you, brother, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm a man of God, I love God, all my heart, okay. But I, I, I can reassure you, if I ever meet you, you can come to my truck and look under my seat. You gonna see my Tech Nine, all right? <laughs> 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 That's all I'm going to tell you. I don't play. I don't play when it comes to my kids or my family, man. I'm sorry. That, that's yeah. right. And no I fair. tell you, I, I held myself together that time. I held yeah. myself together the second time when he to- when she told my um, girlfriend. And my girlfriend fell apart. And it was all that she could do to hold it together. Yeah, and, cool. um, You're a better man sec- than me. And I've told him. I've told him. I said, if I hear ever of her... Even saying that you've upset her, it's going to be me and you, and and it's going to be me, you, and your maker. I said because that's it. That's like there is no more chances. How old is your daughter? Yeah, she's eight years old now. Oh, so eight. Because I mean, and, oh, and the reason why God. it's a bi- it's a it's a big concern is because your daughter have the rest of her life to live, and this can really. Finally, scar her. It has the potential to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, I, I, I know because I've, as a survivor of uh, of sexual abuse from my past and physical abuse yeah. from my past, I know, I know just how yeah. how it can scar. Definitely. Mm. Well, I can tell you like this, man. You got to be careful with the fact that your daughter doesn't take it uh, in, a, in such a way that she feels as if you're not protecting her. You know what I mean? Right, especially when you know, you know what I mean, and and that and that becomes and then they wind up running in the arms of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you yeah. gotta be careful, yeah. man. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Yeah. And because I talk to her. I talk to her all the time, and she knows now that she has um, what we call safe people that she's allowed sure. to talk to, and just so happens that her safe person that she has chosen is. Um, her grandfather, who happens to be a state trooper. Now, he, so, he can kill him. You know, he can kill him because, you know, old people, they <laughs> oh, don't go to jail. Her, her grandfather is a state trooper? Her oh, step-grandfather yeah, is now a state trooper. So, 
say step grandfather? Is that the the dude's father? No, that's uh, her mother's father. Oh, uh, okay. her mother and her mother doesn't believe, and her mother doesn't believe it anyway, right? Right, her mother doesn't believe it. Have you had a conversation with with, with him? Oh yeah, we've had conversations, and okay, so he he supports her. Yes, he supports her. He knows that if she asks for her safe person to talk to, she he comes. I mean, Man, he's, he's got a, of a you got all kind of leverage, leverage, bro. He got a lot of leverage. <laughs> he ain't lying. Right. He ain't lying. He 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 just got off a twenty-four hour shift and he went right and talked to her one day because she was scared to be left with him. I Man, mean, if somebody hurt me, then yeah, I'd be scared too. And that day, you, you need you need you need to get around us, get a couple of cans of whip ass, and, and go over <laughs> and see this. <laughs> well, that day, that day, I dropped her off. No, that's I right. dropped her off at the firehouse, um, where her stepfather was at. I had to drop her off to him, and she was scared and didn't want to stay with him. And I, I, he came in there. He was like, "I got her. I got." I said, "Um, look, this is my daughter." And I think the best thing for you to do is step out that door right now for I whip your and um yeah. all of his buddies there, you know, of course. They just didn't say they told him you need, you need to walk away. This is his daughter, <laughs> you know. And you know, I legally I have to I have to let her go. But do you have at the same uh, time, the- do y'all have child custody? Because um, I had to go through a whole child custody with my kids, and and I and I I spent every dime that I had to get custody of my kids because I was so afraid that something like this would happen to either one of them, and you know, and I think I had to exhaust every effort that I had to to gain um, to get custody of my children. Right. So, you know, and do you have a, a system we have, we- in that way? I have um, joint physical or joint physical custody of her. Joint and, um, physical. So I half the time is they, she's with you, and the half, other half she's with her mom. Well, it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, but um, I'm just getting back on my feet because I went through I had went through some problems with her, the divorce with her mother, and then I found out I had cancer. I dealt with cancer and was dealing with all that, and just getting back on my feet. So uh, I'm I'm finally getting to a place where I can actually go to get physical soul custody of her. Sure. Okay. Now, now, see, here's the here's the here's the thing that I think we might be missing with the whole divorce piece. And when I was when I was married to my first wife. And I was talking about getting divorced. My mother would try to scare me and say, "Yeah, but you know, you don't know if the next man is going to raise your child, and she's going to call him daddy, and the next man's going to put his hands on your kid." And it worked for a while because I was like, "Well, I'll be, I need to stay a little longer because I, you know, got to prevent that from happening." Right. You know what I mean? But but I think that you know that's a big issue because you don't really know the next right. man that you're ex-wife is going to get with. Right. And you don't That's know, right. you know, how brainwashed she's going to be because she's going to be so in love with him and and she's not going to really think, you know what I mean? At that point, the woman is trying to make a rebound after a divorce. 
So whatever That's man right. she gets with is probably going to be like, oh, man, I've got a second chance. I can't mess this up. So then if right. something Not like only that, that happens, you know, something like that happens, the daughter's got to be lying because she ain't going to mess up her opportunity, you know, to get, you know, a, another right. man. Right. And and just like with this situation, oh, well, he can't be that because and be doing that kind of thing because he's he's in with Little League and he loves kids and, Exactly. That's why he's doing those things, because he wants to be around. He messes with kids. Mm. You know, well, I'm like, sorry to hear this, man. I'm being you know, but you. those. I think. I think that a lot of it's changed. My daughter's. You know, like every night. Every night when I call, her, I call her every single night. And yeah. every night when I call her, I ask her, and we have a code. You know, I ask her if everything's all right. If everybody's being nice to her, and she, you know, she tells me. And we have a code, so that way, even if her mom's listening on speakerphone, she can still feel like she can tell me if something's wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, correction has to be made, and it's not always going to be the, um, and, you know, just like Brian, the way I grew up with, the way I grew up, if something happened, you don't want the police to find out. Well, no, we ain't going to call the police. That's it. We'll take we, don't, we don't want the police. We ain't going to get the police involved because that's going to mess everything up. Because well, that's, that's kind of like helping. <laughs> but I, but and, I understand. And, you know, but, that's, <laughs> that's the way it still is around here. I mean, where I live, <laughs> and I think, Rodney, Rodney, you can vouch for the Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if something go down... The police don't normally find out about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because sometimes, you know, it's just, it's just a situation where, you know what I mean, you got to handle it. But your situation is different because there's divorce involved and it's legal. It's already legal. Right. You know what I mean? It's already been through the courts. It's already, you got to go through the motion. So I, I, I understand. You know what I mean? You can only do but so much. Right, you know. but at some point, yes, uh, I agree. At some point, you're gonna snap. Dude, all I can tell you is, you'll be watching the ID channel and you'll be watching this, and you will see his picture. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll be on the story. I'll, I'll vote to acquit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time listening to this, man. Because I'm going to tell you something, man. It, it, ain't, no, it ain't no way. <laughs> no, it no way. There's no way. Okay, that's all I can tell you. I'm having difficulty listening to you, man. I, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for your daughter, man. But I'm going to tell you something, man. He would be missing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. see, We know where we be well, at. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's all I could do, and, mm. and, and I'm being honest. It's all I could do to keep from the man. 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 I'd have, it wouldn't have been good. But at the same time, if I'd have done that, they'd have known. They'd have known. at that point. Known. They'd have known it was me. I didn't say you had to kill him. You just had to, you had to put the fear of God in him through you. God has appointed yeah. you to put that fear in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I can tell you, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, but, you know, but, but, yeah. but 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 the truth is tonight, the truth and hopefully that you know, 
that the truth is that you don't know how you're going to handle a situation until you are actually confronted. Until you walk through it. That's right. Yeah, he's actually walking through it. And I, I, I haven't had that. What we so would I, do. I, you know. Hmm? I guess I grew up. Huh? I guess I grew up at a different time, man. You know, and and I'm the youngest of five and the smallest of all my brothers, man. And all I can tell you is, man, is that if something like that happened in my family. You would, you know, they would, they they would have to suspect a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. Like I said, it came across my mind, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's one of those things where I always said, if somebody ever hurt my daughter, or if somebody ever hurt my child, but at the same time, I had, you know, at this point when it happened, I had people that were there, you know, I had legal people in my, you know, police officer that went with me, you know, to and went with her to go get it all taken care of. I had, you know, and all of them that were supporting me and saying, do it the right way so that way, you know, the legal system can take care of it. And I truly believed in the legal system. And then... Sure. And no, (laughs) it it won't never happen again. (laughs) But but you know what it sounds like to me, man? I'm not not trying to rise up against you in any any kind of way. But it's almost like, it's almost like you're setting yourself up, man, because... What I mean, what actually has to happen? Something's really got to happen. I mean, it has to happen to your daughter in order for you to pursue it, man. I mean, how are you? Oh really no! At feel? this how point, how are you really going to feel? How are you going to really feel? At this point, man, all he's got to do is all he's got to do is even look at her cross, and I'm t- and I've already told him I'm going to snatch your head off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so <laughs> there's no well, doubt. Well, you know, and I, and I was thinking, I was thinking about this too. You know, I. I I don't like to use um, um, diseases or uh, um, anything that's wrong with a person as a crutch for anything. But I'm li- I'm telling you, if I had any kind of you, you said you got cancer, and I pray that 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 doesn't stay on you. But I would use that to the max while choking him, because now I can say, I'll, if, and, and don't and don't let it be the kind of cancer that I'm going to die anyway. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Then he'd have a different problem. If I'm gonna die anyway, yeah, he would have been dead. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. You don't have to kill him. That's the thing. You don't have to kill him. You you just gotta make him think he's gonna die. Oh no! Straight up, I'd have killed him. (laughs) If it was so that I physically could have done it at that time, I'd have killed him. Yeah. Well, but well, we ain't advocating, you know, you know, all that stuff. Nobody would have ever found him. He would have disappeared. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's your baby. I, I tell you, a, a friendly suggestion, man. You know, to get his to have his mind thinking a little differently. Why don't you just start showing up at his job in different places where he's at, man? And just let him see your face. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just give him that look. Too. <laughs> no, you can't. You know that crazy you look. No, you can't. You can't be showing up at people's jobs nowadays, man. I That's will. It's a crazy look. <laughs> then you will find yourself spending more. Yeah, than I'm gonna tell you what. It would be taking a lot of prayer to get me from 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 Thank acting you. where you acting. You must have. You must have Jesus in your heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, no, 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 no. I'm telling y'all, it it you, it's gotta happen to you. And then yeah, you know, because I hear a lot of people say a lot of things about a lot of things, and until it happens, and find out yep. the outcome yeah. is different. 
It's took right. a long time for me to get to where I'm at right now, where I can actually handle it and deal with it. It took Especially a lot to get me no to kill this nobody. Point. It almost made me good. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> a year and a half. We just have a different way to handle things, don't we? Walking down, you know, it's a big, it's a total different story. But you know what? Especially if you ain't never killed nobody before, it's it's like if you start going through the thought process of doing this the kind of stuff, you'll be like, you don't go through this, brother. Hold on, I gotta think about this thing now. You know, that's something you gotta live with too. Oh, brother, I'm gonna tell you what. I had it planned out how I was gonna dispose of him and everything. Like yeah, you gotta live with that. You you really gotta exactly. live with that. You do have to live with that. Mm. Yeah, I well, let me ask y'all something. Let me ask y'all something. Um, do y'all respect his decision? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I oh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah. Oh yeah, no I, doubt. I definitely respect it. I admire. I admire his decision. I would say that. I mean, I believe. I believe. I believe that the guys who's talking like Andrew and my other Brian, I believe yeah. y'all. Y'all really believe in your heart that you will kill somebody. But when it actually, ha- I, 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 listen, man, I'm just telling you, if you actually in those shoes, it would be a, another thought process. I mean, you would be no, angry, no, no doubt. No, it wouldn't. Okay. No, it wouldn't. You know okay. why it wouldn't be another thought process, man? Because let me tell you something, man. I, li- I, li- I, li- I, lived in, I live in I live in southeast D.C. for 15 years, man, okay? And let me tell you something. I, I, got, I got carjacked. And, I mean, this dude, this dude carjacked me, gunpoint, had a gun to my head, was ready to shoot me, but I kicked the door open on him. You know, he was trying to get my ride, man. Let me tell you something, man. I, I, when I leaned down and I got near my seat, I tried to blow his brains out, okay? You know, but I'm going to tell you, I, you know, he's fortunate to get away. But let me tell you something, man. I don't, I'm going to tell you, you, you mess with my family, brother. All I'm going to tell you is, man, it's not a different process for me because I grew up in Baltimore, I grew up in D.C., I grew up around... I, I just seen 20 people get murdered, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Right mm-hmm. to me. He's standing near me, okay? And, and and I've been to a place where I've almost had to do it myself, okay? But I'm not afraid of nothing, man. But I'm going to tell you something, man. You ain't going to mess with my family. I'm sorry. Nobody's doubting that you're afraid of anything. Nobody's doubting that, that, yeah. that you've seen a lot of things in your life. I grew up in the, I grew up in the projects in Atlanta myself, and yeah. I've seen a lot of things. But you said you came close. You you no. said you you came close uh, no, to doing I, I've something I've that you've never done before. I've shot a person before, to be honest with you. Okay, but yeah. but 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 yeah, your death is, is not on your right? hands. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say that again. <laughs> Keep in mind, conversation is recorded. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying, no death, no death is on your hands. But when yeah, when yeah. when when it's two lives lost, that means your, the guy who you took, his life is lost, and your life is lost because you're wasting it in jail. When you could, but you in jail now, somebody else can get to your kid. You know, and exactly. I, that's why I, I can exactly. see where my man's exactly. coming from. I, under, I understand what you're saying with that, man. But all I'm gonna tell you is, is that I'm not stupid enough to do it myself. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. 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 Well, I tell you, the the thing, the saving grace for that night, and honestly, because I came through the town where he lived, and I saw him pulling up to the firehouse to go on an ambulance call. 
when I was going through to pick up my cousin's husband to go with me, who's a police officer. I, I, I was going through to pick her up. The only thing that saved him from me not stopping and beating the living daylights out of him was the fact that it took me two hours to get to that to where he was. And it gave me that, that time to cool down just enough that I said, I'm gonna let the cops handle this. Mm-hmm. It, it that little bit that two hours of people talking to me and saying, Don't do anything stupid because you gotta do it you know, you've got to be there for your daughter and the fact that my daughter was in the car with me and she would have seen some stuff that I know she shouldn't be seeing. But here's the deal. You let that happen, and the legal system lets you down. Thank you. Now right. what? Now, you now, did the right thing. The legal system lets you down. Now, are you going to let your daughter down? No. That's why she knows That's that all we, have, we have a code. We have safe people. We have, And he knows that beyond a shadow of a doubt, I will kill him. You and see, I've but this already straight happened. up to his face, I will kill this you, I have no in prison. This, this ain't about will it happen again. This already happened. Okay? Yeah, don't let the legal system go about it. They let her yeah. down. They let you down. Now what are you going to do? But, Andrew, well, I don't I think, mean, you know, well, ultimately, ultimately yeah, it's not ultimately. about the legal system. No. And, you know, ultimately, you know, you can look it up, Romans 12 and 19. You know, I ain't gonna say it, but you know, you can you can look it up. But you know, ultimately, vengeance is is the Lord's. You know, so the lot. So what you're saying is, we we should never stand up and fight for our family. I didn't because the vengeance is the Lord's. I didn't say that. That's what I'm asking you. But at what point do you stand up and defend your daughter? But at the same. But when you say, but when you say, answer the question. At what point do you stand up and defend your daughter? Thank you. We don't know Let that it. point until we're in those shoes. And 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 yeah, we're but I'm asking you, at what point he, he let the legal point. system go? The legal system has failed him, his daughter. At what point do you stand up and say, "All right, now it's my turn"? Hey, and Rocky, yeah, I, I don't know that. You wouldn't be. I can't so answer that. You wouldn't be so for, diplomatic if it was one of your children, man. You wouldn't think like for that. me. Uh, yes, my would, point, because, you know, for me, my point is, if he even looks at her cross-eyed now. I mean, that's... But going back to what the host said to start this thing off before the brother shared his story, I have two other children. So, you know, if I, you know, put, you know, do end up missing at at, at my hands, um, then I have two other children that will be fatherless. Yeah. So, and and, and that's what the the host asked in the beginning. And, you know, my, my point is that and that's why I asked the question. This brother that shared his story, he gets universal respect from everybody yep. on the, on this show right now. Absolutely. Universal respect. Universal respect. However, the the opposite road, you know, putting your hands on him, beating him to a pulp, or beating him to the edge of his life does not get universal respect. It gets some respect, and we we understand it, but it does not get universal respect as as as, as he did. He's got you know plans in place. You know, so, you know, my point is that one 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 option, you know, one road, you have the fork in the road, the road that he took gets universal respect. Sure. No, well, I mean, you know, it's tough. universal respect to a point, okay? He stopped, 
okay, he let the legal system play out, but the legal system has fallen. Now what? That's my question. I just okay, now what? I just it's told not you the, what that is. Well, it's not of, of, okay, if something else happened, something already happened. Sure. But I, think time, I think time will tell. I don't think that, you know, now what should be something that will be discussed on this recorded phone <laughs> at all. I just right. think that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm pretty sure that all the thoughts that you're having, trust me, he's have them, and, and 100 okay. more, because, because he's living it. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So I couldn't, right. I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't put myself in that position because I'm not in it. You know what I mean? That's but true. if I do, I probably would be thinking along the lines of what, he, just like he said, he's had plans that he got talked out of. And sometimes it's a good thing to be talked out of, certain plans. You know, so you can regroup. And I'm pretty sure right now he's at his regrouping stage. Like, okay, I'm going to wait. That's true. True. That's right. And, yep. sometimes, and, sometimes, and sometimes you got to wait. Y'all know that. You can't react. No, it's easy to say wait. what you would do, but when you're in a situation, you don't know what you'll do. And 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 somebody else just said the main key point with that is I don't just have that one daughter either. Right. You know, I have four other children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what they, they have a different mother, and I have to I have to look out for all of those children. So yeah, if I if I if something did happen and and I had and I went to prison. Then mm-hmm. she's got another man in her life that could do something again. And then I've mm-hmm. got two other daughters that have men in their lives that could be doing something again. Not yep. to mention the, my two boy children that are going to be more likely to go to going to be more likely to take the wrong path because of the paths I took. Right. Well, you right. you're pretty prolific out there. Andrew, I told look, you. Man. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> He's going through it. Why, you, you, you going through it. <laughs> That's when you go when when He's you go through it, a situation and you've got you you've got a million and one things in your mind. You got a million and one things in your mind, and you have to weigh out all those options. But I think the biggest question here is, you know, like what are we going to do as fathers to be better fathers. That's right. For That's these the for for these little girls. That's right. And to raise them up to to uh, to no, to to not accept the the young the thugs and the you know as 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 a boyfriend as a husband. Mm-hmm. You know mm, these. these that. You know that's that's what I think we should more you know like I understand. Where we started off at, you know, my situation. No. I don't but, understand. I don't understand that one, man. Because but, I'm gonna uh, tell you like this: I grew up, I grew up in a thug life, man, and with 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 the crazies, okay. And 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 I'm married to a to a, you know to a, to a woman that's a good woman. I'm married to you know you know I have a great family, okay. And, right. And 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 I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm also a, you know a, a minister of the gospel. You feel me? But what I'm right. saying to you is, I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times, somebody's beginning don't determine, you know, I mean, our past don't determine their ending. You know what I mean? 
Okay, well, no, I, but you, but you're, but did, you're in maybe the, you're I, in maybe the, I should, for the lack of better words, say a thug or whatever. But no, 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 you, you said it right, bro. You mean you said on our women, on our daughters, and you know that don't have the respect and give the respect, and yeah. that's what that's what we should be instilling in our daughters is the respect. You know, I mean, growing up, growing up, growing up around the thug life and becoming a thug, and it's been part of your history. That's one thing. He's talking about getting getting one currently. You know what I mean? I'm quite sure Brian, your wife, didn't say, "Oh, you're a thug. I want you, and then I'm gonna change you to a gospel man." He <laughs> well, yeah, out like that. Brian is the Holy Ghost thug. I mean, that guy. <laughs> he told you the man of God with a gun in the dude's mouth. I mean, he's a whole new world. Right, though. He's got some right. of that stuff in him. <laughs> right, that's funny. He's right. That's funny. Can I, can I say one thing? Yeah, he's right. He's sure. right along. He's right along, Ron, because, you know, there's a lot of things about me that, that God is all in me, man. I'm going to tell you that. But I'm going to tell you one thing, though, right? I'm not going to sit back idle and allow nobody to do anything to my child. You can forget it. You know, you know, sometimes it's it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, yeah and, and going back to what somebody said earlier, I think the brother just said is that, or maybe the host said it, um, but when, and I think the point was made that when we're in a situation, we don't know, you know, what we're going to do. You know, so in this example, you know, everybody's saying, well, you know, you just beat him real good, but you don't kill him. Hey. Now, 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 now. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. You're beating him to a pole when it's like, oh, let me get to the point. Let me stop beating him with all my anger and rage and all the stuff that he's done to my daughter, and and just let him off the hook. After, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that you don't know. You could plan to go in and just beat him real good and kill him. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, you know, or, or hit him upside the head, and he's got an aneurysm, and he dies from the beating that you just plan on just teaching him a lesson. But now he's right. dead. Just you know, with your deserve. hands, at, at your hands. So we don't know. You know, you we, we don't get into it. Say, oh, I'm gonna just beat on him, you know, for a few minutes, and then I'm gonna roll out. No, you may you may kill him in those few minutes with one yeah, of your hands. You probably will. will. Because <laughs> then it'll be, and then if he tries to defend himself, now it's really on. Exactly. Exactly. You know now you gonna try to defend yourself? Oh, it's really on at that point. Right. But your intentions <laughs> were just to teach him a lesson. That that was all your intentions was. And 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 talk, thank you, Mister Oso, whoever said that. What if he kills you? What if he say, "Oh, you gonna try to come after me?" Bam. Then you then you laid out on the floor. You went to try to teach yeah. him a lesson, and he taught you a lesson. That now, now your other kids going to your funeral. You trying to be very mm. bad. Now what? Mm. I, I don't I no I don't, I don't buy that yeah, one because you know a, a a father in rage or a husband in rage I, I don't think they 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 ain't going to see the end of, the, of that night until the other man is is, is down cuz I mean I, I don't see losing I don't see him losing that fight. I don't care if he's a midget. <laughs> <laughs> I get your point, yeah, yeah. but that, that's, yeah, that's a hard yeah, one to yeah. sell right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Like Rodney, he could, Rodney, a diplomat. He's a diplomat in the crew. You know, what he I'm could saying? pull out a gun yeah. or anything. You know, but you yeah. know, at, at at the point where I went past there, and honestly, if I hadn't had my daughter with me, it probably would have been on. But I had my daughter with me, 
and I didn't want to do anything like that in front of her. And let you me know, tell you something, brother. You know, it was it was no coincidence you had your daughter with you. Or no yeah, coincidence yeah. that you were two hours away, you know, in that situation from getting yep. in. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. It's, uh, <laughs> there was a lot, <laughs> a lot of things that, that came into play that, you know, just that's the way it worked, and it's probably best that it worked that way. That's mm-hmm. right. Now, but, now, now, you I applaud said, you, bro. I really applaud you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all do, man. We all do. Um, now, you said earlier that when you talk to her, you guys have a secret code. Right. Now, the next question that I want to pass um, to the men, and I don't know how many men on the call have daughters, but um, is your daughter comfortable enough to come to you if she was sexually abused? And that's just anybody. I mean, do you think that she would be feel comfortable enough to come to you, not to just a gentleman, I'm just talking about in general, if she was sexually abused? I doubt Mr. it. Mr. Host. I doubt it. I would say no. I would say no, because you know I would kill her. Mmm. 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 Wow. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. And she knows. And I was going to say, yeah. And I was going to say, Mr. Host, that I, I hope that she would, but I know, I probably know without a shadow of a doubt that she would, she would, she would talk to her mother, my wife. But she had a minimum. somebody, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, you know, since I, I do know that, I'll say that I've been uh, slipping on my job, um, in, in, mm-hmm. in one respect, because my daughter, my oldest, is ten, and my middle one is six, and I have a, a, a one one year old son. But you know, it's my wife that has the conversations, you know, with them about you know, their their private places and and don't let people do this and and don't, you know, this isn't appropriate. You know, she's the one who's been initiating those conversations. And, you know, I thank God for it, but, you know, going back to your question, they would probably go to her, you know, if something was out of order before they would come to me, you know. And, you know, granted, thankfully, you know, they would come to somebody, but, you know, to your question, I hope that they would. I think they feel comfortable, but, again, I've been slipping on my job as a father because those conversations I haven't initiated. You know, now when she starts, you know, I'll jump in and say this or that, but I haven't been the one as their father to initiate those conversations. And some of that is because of the, you know, different gender. I don't, you know, I don't really just know how to get in there and and say it, you know. um, You know, but my wife is better than that. And she just goes around and she's just very blunt. You know, even though they're children, she's like, look, this is inappropriate. Don't be letting no guys or no, nobody doing this to you. You know, just straight in. Mm-hmm. I'm just, sometimes I'm just like at a loss for words, like how to even broach that conversation. Mm-hmm. But I will wow. you know, jump in and piggyback on it. But, you know, I will say, honestly, I've been, I've been, I've been slipping in, in that department. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but is it something that as fathers we should strive for? that kind of relationship with them, because here's the thing that may happen. And just like Brian said, she may not come to him because she knows he's going to kill the dude, right? Um, right. But your wife may may not come to you either. It may be a chance that you never know until the girl is old and she's grown and she says, well, you know what, Uncle Willie used to touch me back in the day. 
and we and we didn't tell we didn't tell you because we didn't think you could handle it. And my child, and then, then they gonna end up dying. He said he's gonna end up killing the child <laughs> and, and the mama. And the mom. Because 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 at that time, you know, what I explained to my entire family, I say, look, you know, I'm the protector. You know, God is over me, and I'm 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 over this family. He's charged me over this family to take care of things. So, and the only way I can, you can allow me to do my job, and the only way I'm able to do my job, if I know that I have a job to do. If something goes wrong, give me a chance to handle it. If something, somebody says something to you. Give me a chance to handle it, you know, and I and I talk to him very, you know, sternly, you know, my wife as well. Don't keep nothing from me. I don't th- I don't care if you don't think I can handle it. You sit me down and 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 whatever you got to do, but those words better come out of your mouth for what's going on, because I have to I have to take charge of that. If I got to go pray first, you pray with me. Whatever we got to do, but you don't keep anything from me because that's my responsibility to know. Oh, exactly. So my. So my question to you is this, then, right? Okay, so Uncle Willie was molesting her, right? And, and all oh, yeah. of a sudden, you uh-huh. knew your daughter had a child, but you, but your wife never told you that was Uncle Willie's baby. How are you gonna feel about it? Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> well, come you know, on. he came I, off I mean, the top ropes with that one. I mean, I, I'm 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 with you, right? Because you know, I mean, we we I, we 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 have a same type of background. But you know we know how to control ourselves, and I'm not yeah. going to verbally announce mine. But you know that would be a problem in this house. I mean, uh, all of That's these things that we're talking about would be a That's problem in this house. You know, I just don't know. Sure. I can't honestly say what I would do to handle it. I know what I would want to do, and I know what I would be enraged to do. But I just don't know. If it would have happened, you know, and I'm kind of, I, I just don't want, I wouldn't want to be in my man's shoes because I'm afraid of what I might do. Me either. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to be yeah. in his shoes either. <laughs> right. He wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Because I, I just exactly. don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to even think about stuff like that. Yeah, and that's the problem, you know. Like when I met my, like when I met my wife and I tell my children to this day, y'all might not want to hear this, right? But I'm going to tell you like this. I tell my kids all the time. I say, look, I told my son, if you ever put a hand on the woman, man, I'm going to beat him. And, 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 you know, I don't want no excuses talking about, you know, she you know, she, she tripped you up, got you pregnant. I told my daughter, I said, when I met your mother, I just wanted some booty. You know what I'm saying? You might not want to hear that, but that's yeah. what I'm telling you. You see, I got to tell you the truth. I allow you to understand that most men are going to come at you with that angle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, but you got to understand, you got to talk to these kids so they understand now. See, mine's, mine's no, I talk to them straight up, and there's no weed around the bush with nothing. And they all know that how I feel about what I feel about, I let them know where I'm at with it. And I say that if you feel the desire to, to hide it from me, I say that's your choice. But if you let me know, that's not a good thing. No, I, I tell them. I tell them it is not their choice. They have to let me know to give me an opportunity to handle it. Because that's not a good thing if you don't let me know. Because if I tell them to, to not let me know, then they're going to be afraid to tell me anything about a new boyfriend, about a new girlfriend, about any situation, about a sexual problem or a drug problem. They're going to be kind of standoffish and think that I'm just some kind of monster. Like they used to think I, you know what I mean? Like they used to. Well, think. mine tell me everything. Mine tell me everything, man. No matter what it is, my daughter talks to me more about 
anything that she talked to her mother. You see, she comes directly. But why wouldn't she tell you that somebody is messing with her if she talked to you because, about anything because else? She know, because she knows that I'm serious. You see, when, when dude put his hand on her, she called me. You see, she called me. Believe me. And she called me. Hmm. And, and That's I, good. And I, 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 all I'm going to tell you is, man, mine's no. If you tell, if you tell my wife, man... That's like that's like that's like that's like talking to to the you know to to anybody man because she 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 now she's she's like 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 a lot of you guys you know oh yeah you're gonna pray on it and God is gonna visit them in the time of trouble you know <laughs> yeah no 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 we, we we ain't like that no, we, no. we didn't we say that, that. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, we would like to be like that. You would like to think that, you know, in your calm state of mind that you would be like that, but not when, in, in the heat of the moment. Ain't nobody like that. Not no man. Not no father. Thank you. Well, you know, Thank lots you. of times in the Bible, God sent his people to take care of an issue. Yeah. That was before Jesus, bro. But we ain't getting off in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so. So let me reiterate the question again. So if if now do we do we leave that responsibility then up to the mother to have those conversations, like Rodney was saying about you know what people are supposed to do to you and what people aren't supposed to do, and the no no zones, and the come talk to me if you feel that when somebody has done something wrong. Do we as head of households give that just give that re- responsibility to the to the mother, or do we just embrace it? I feel absolutely not. You're supposed to embrace it. You should embrace it. I mean, you should, but, you know, the question is, do we? You know, and and like I said, I don't. I don't embrace it. I'm I'm kind of there co-signing. I think it's men and fathers that we should because, you know, what if something did happen between you and your wife? And God forbid something happened, you all got divorced, she moved on with someone else, and then they're in that situation. And they're scared to come talk to you about it because they never had that openness with you to be able to talk yeah. to you about it. Well, I'm going to tell you yeah. what. My girls know that um, if there's ever a situation and they let they, they, they just let me know and it's taken care of. Okay. That's where it's I'm crazy enough, and I got crazy enough friends. When I sit down with those dudes, they know. I let them know. I said, look, let me tell you something. You see her? You understand I love her? Yes, sir. I love her to death. You understand that? <laughs> you get it? I'm not kidding you. You know I'm kidding? I'll sit there and clean the guns right in front of them. I said, I love her to death. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? you know, is that right, Brian? Oh, I know that's right. <laughs> wow. I know that's right. I don't want to sound like a bad person. Man. I don't want to sound like a bad person to you guys, man, but I, I'm sorry, man. It's just something <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't tolerate. You know what I mean? And that's it's one good. of them. It's all okay, good. Okay, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, I am. Exactly, I can beat you. Hey, look, look, look. I can beat you. I can beat you while I'm praying for you. And permission. Lord forgive me, I whipped his butt. What was the act in the Bible where they raped the, uh, the girl, you know, the, the, the daughter, the, and the brothers came back and killed her? What was it? I know it was, I can't remember, I can't remember where it was at in the Bible, but. Uh, that was Dan. I think that was in uh, Brian 316. 
at least once a month, maybe twice a month, it's just me and her. We go on date. We go out to dinner. Um, like I said, I get her. I get her at least once or twice a week, and she sits in the car. She waits for me to open the door, and all those things. Because I want her to know that I'm, I, I like he said, her first love. I yep. want to be my daughter's first love. And and to me, I mean, that's the way I do it. Is I take it and do, and do some special things with her, and you know, just but things like that. Where did you learn that? Like, 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 where did you learn that? Like, how did What's you know that? to do that? To take her on dates and to, you know, to, to like, where did you, where did you get that from? Um, honestly, the the best resource that I got that from was the movie Courageous. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. That was a good one too. Yeah, I still mm-hmm. haven't seen it, but I heard it was was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta and here's my input on it, because I would <clears throat> take my daughters at a very young age to restaurants and I would spend time with them. I would make sure that their hair was done by a uh, professional. I would make sure that their nails and and toenails were done, and I, you know, I set the bar high for them. I said, hey, "This is the way you have to look when you're out. This is the, this is something that you, you know, what I mean, it, it's got to be important to you." And it became a problem with their mom because she was like, "Well, why you do that for them and don't do it for me?" Mm. You're a grown woman. You're a grown woman. You need to do it for yourself. But I got to make sure that my no, daughters understand. You know, they got to understand that, you know, you all your appearance and everything, you, this is the way you present yourself. And then by taking them out to movies and dates and stuff like that, and this is what you expect from a man. You know what I mean? If he just wants you to come over to the house and lay up and play PlayStation, that's not acceptable. It's got to be substance. He's got to want to date you. He's got to want to impress you, you know. So you take him shopping and do things like that. Take him shopping and buy him clothes. I did all those things just so they got into the habit of, you know, what to expect out of a man. That, hey, Tony, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you you said something that you kind of glided over it, but you said that your wife, that's your ex-wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you said that your wife at the time was saying that why come you do these things for our daughter and not, uh, you don't do any of them for me, but this is it is called the Married Men Don't Talk Show. But since that sure. marriage, you have learned that your wife is first before them kids. Yeah, yeah, since then I had learned that. Since then, Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But, yeah, we yeah, got to yeah, throw yeah, that yeah. out there. Cause... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you're, you're 100% correct. Um, I did learn that too, but in that also in that respect, you know, I felt as though somebody had to take that role because it wasn't being taken. And with yeah, my sure. daughters, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You normally would think, and I would tell her, I said, you need to spend some, some, some girl time with your, with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not girl time with you and your girlfriend, but girl time with you and your daughters. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because it's, it's important, there you, go. you know. Like, like, you, you know, like I may spend, you know, like if I had a son, which I don't have any, then well, you wouldn't have to tell me to spend... Uh, God time with my son because that's a regular. I'm I'm already there. 
I can't wait till he's ready to walk. So me and him gonna hit the streets. You see what right. I'm saying? But I shouldn't have to tell you a grown woman to spend girl time with your daughters. But I'm saying so because it wasn't happening, I had to do that. And then I, you know, I always, my mom told me, she said, never wait on anybody to take care of your kids, even if, even if it's your wife. Always beat everybody to the punch. So, you know, that was my thing. I said, if, you know, if I saw it there, even, even my grandkids, they come over here and their hair's not done, or I hit the roof. I said, what, what are you doing? Y'all weren't raised that way. Go back and do this child's hair. You know what I'm saying? You can't come out the house looking just like anything. You know, but again, mm-hmm. you're right. The, the wife is first, but there was a need that wasn't being met, and that's why I took that into my own hands. Mm. As a single man, though, like, for me, my children are first before any woman. <laughs> I mean, I understand if I was married be a little bit different, but any woman I date, they understand. My my daughters, my sons, that's it. They're first. They're first and foremost. Yeah. You said you said since you're not married, then they're first and foremost, right? Right. Right. Okay. 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 You're right. First and foremost. You're 100 percent correct. My daughter, my daughter knows she's my number one girl. Like nobody. <laughs> I don't even date right now because I, my focus is on my daughters and my children. Yeah. Yeah, and, and can I drop a monkey wrench, Mr. Holes? Go ahead. The topic of the evening is daddy's little girl, but can I raise her right? And this monkey wrench is brought to you all by the conference. Most of you all already signed up for it, but if you haven't, go to householdstress.com sign October 19th. But... You know, the monkey wrench I want to drop is um, on the show we talked about on, uh, I think some of y'all were here, uh, Marriage Interrupted. And, you know, we've been talking this evening, um, you know, about, you know, how our wives, you know, they may help us. They like My wife helps me with the conversations, you know, regarding uh, potential uh, sexual abuse and those sort of things. Um, but what happens, you know, and, and the brother said that he's single, which brought up, you know, this point, what happens if your wife is no longer there? You know, so God forbid um, your wife is is gone, you know. She, she, so it, it's just you and the kids. And the brother brought up a good point because I have three children. I don't think I would have time to date to invest in a relationship if my wife were to to pass. Um, and you know that's the question is that we have we have most of us have help, you know we have help. So what happens when there is no help, when it's all on your shoulders to 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 raise you know these girls and boys, um, you know the right way. So that that's my question. Yeah, you got you know you got some resources. You got your your, your better half, as we like to say. But what happens when 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 this when you don't have a half? You know, mm. how, how do you manage then? Do you think that you could really, you know, just tying back to the topic, can I raise her right? Do you think that you could raise her right, um, raise a little girl right, raise a little boy right, if there was no wife, if it was just you, you were single dad, you know? Well, I'm going to tell you what, um, Rodney, yeah. I was a single dad of two uh, three-year-olds 
for about five years, and I'm going to tell you what, um, I got a new respect for women. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Talk about um, it. You know, it, <laughs> you have no idea until you try to do it what women do. <laughs> and uh, it's a heavy load, and, and it, you know, it, it, it made me realize the demands that, you know, that I put on my wife, I mean, we're, we're probably over, the, you know, over the line because there's so much, <laughs> just simple things. I, I remember trying to do Tiffany's hair and doing it for like two hours, and and I went out and, and my neighbor saw her and she was like, "Well, you gonna do Tiffany's hair?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I ain't grew up with Barbie dolls. I mean, some of you guys, you know, you know, you you politically correct. You, you grew up with Barbie dolls doing hair and doing stuff like that. But, but I grew up men with yeah, men. Right. We didn't go to baby showers and do baby's hairs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Ain't you nobody know, we, do no we, You know, we, we, we blew up Ken, you know, with the rollerblades. We had G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. You know, it was back in the day when men were men. So well, not Andrew, today Andrew, where, you know, men do different Andrew, things. So we had Andrew, to learn. I had to learn Andrew, those things. Yeah? Andrew, I, Andrew, I will say that that's the one thing. You know, my wife was no longer with me, God forbid. That's the one thing that I would contract out. You know, as T Hawk <laughs> said, he gets a professional to do the hair. I would get somebody, to, uh, I would get either a friend or a professional to do the hair. I'm not sitting for two hours, you know, doing that because I, that's, that's <laughs> once everything else I can cover. See, but I didn't have that kind of money at the time. I didn't have that kind of money. You know what I mean? But, you know, sure, and, and like I said, sure you know, I, like I, I didn't have that kind of training. Some I'm of you sure guys have that kind of training. I didn't have that kind of training. So, I'm, I'm sure that somebody will pity me, you know, that, <laughs> you know to, to do my daughter's hair without charging me. Yeah. I do. I, I think at some point that we, as fathers, well, at least for me as a single father, like we learn to do those things, and it just becomes second nature. Like and You, you me, have to learn. There, there's nothing that my little girl can ask me to do. That I can't do now. I do her face. I do her nails for her. I do her toenails for her. I do her hair for her. That little girl is my eyeballs. And if she asked Daddy to do it, Daddy do it. That's it. And that's and I think it. that like it's like second nature. It comes into it. Just you learn. You, you know, you learn out of necessity. You know, I think you learn that at those baby showers. <laughs> but I think that I think that, yeah, no, he's joking. But I think that what what y'all brothers missed that might have went over your heads, because he said not only does he he do his he does his daughter's hair, but he paints her nails. Now you talk about quality time, because that's really humbling yourself. Because I ain't painting my daughter's nails, brother. But. <laughs> I commend you. I admire you. I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm serious, brother. I mean, I look. I mean, your daughter when she grows up will remember that time of you, big burly man, getting down and painting her nails. Hey, hey, I Rodney, mean, you talk about Rodney. You know, you could paint and paint my nails if you really want to. Hey, hey, Rodney, I said I'm not on, painting nails. Go ahead, brother. You want to paint your wife's nails? Uh, you want to paint your wife's toenails? I think I would hers, but not the little kids. No, that's different, Mister Host. What's different about it? Well, what's different about it? 
because she's my wife. And that's your daughter. <laughs> one is different. You know, one is it's different to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's different to me. I got you. I got you. Thing, I guess you know, like you know, you you paint her nails, you you do things to make her pretty, and you know, they dress up with you. Now, now, Brian, I have done that. Uh, yeah. I have done that, and, and not you know, they put stuff on me like, all right, dad, especially they were little. All right, daddy, put this hat on, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, God. yeah. You know, I'm not volunteering, but, you know, I'm not doing the Medea stuff, you know, but, I mean, literally, you'd be sitting there playing at a tea party with the, at this little table with stuffed Lord animals, heaven. and then you, you got a, a feather ball around you and uh, a hat on. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, well, it's, work quality Dan, I, it's probably one or two real men on the whole job. You said one or two real men. 3,000 people. I'm telling you, I work in a mm-hmm. building that has probably 3,000-plus people in it, and, and I guarantee you it's probably one or two straight men in the whole building. Wow. Are you one of them? Oh, you know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking that you damn cute. And you got to do you there, you know what I mean? Especially with that bald head, boy. Yeah, it's now. <laughs> That's funny, yeah, well, man. But you know what, though? I heard you guys saying something. I'm going to throw a little monkey wrench in y'all little thing, too, right? But check this out. Everybody talk about, I'm going to let my daughter know she's my number one. I'm going to let my son know he's my number one. But you know what? Half of the pedophiles are the parents, man. And what they do. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Biological? Oh, man, look. You hear it every day, Okay. There'd be parents molesting their children and all that nonsense, man. My brother, my brother has a son, and he has four daughters, okay? And her mother was dating this dude, and her mother was having, 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 having sex with her, with, with my, with my, my brother's daughters, and she was making my nephew have sex with her. Oh, wow. Come on, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, and to this day, none of them, none of them ain't right. All of them, all of, all of them, are a little whacked out. Okay, and and, a and, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. And then the thing about it was, and then after she did that, my mother found out about it. My mother had her prosecuted. They took her to jail. And the day before she went to court, man, they gave she had a headache. They gave her asthma. And she died in she died in jail. Wow. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, but what I'm trying to tell you is real. So you know, everybody yeah, talking yeah. about my baby, but yeah, we give them these, we give them these senses of of being the, the loving dad and the loving mother, but yet all the time, I mean, then on the other hand, you know, we doing these crazy things. So who do they run to then? Because you my number one. Anybody yeah, else? That's one of the reasons that the way we set it up with my daughter, with uh, her safe person. And this was my mother's idea. Was it was somebody that wasn't her, uh, you know, immediate, you know, father, mother, you know, something like that. That it was a grandfather that, you know, you know, somebody that was a police officer, you know, a respectable, you know, that we knew that we could trust. And yeah, but granddad, she knows who she talks to. 
My granddaddy can rock on the lap too. He might be a pedophile. He's going up. True. You can't trust anybody in today's world. That's my point. That's my point. But you That's have to point. you have to try and trust and have faith because if not, it's not worth living. Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta have faith. You gotta have trust. I absolutely believe that. You know, you gotta instill some things in your children to cause them to want to talk to you about things that are going on. You know, like you said, your daughter came to you. That's a great thing. You know, you, you you taught her something right, and you know she comes to you, and the mere fact that she does that is great, man. But some people, some people deal with her for until they nineteen twenty and still be involved with them until they get the realization that hey, this is not right. Yeah, and that's what yeah, I was going to say, Brian. That was the biggest the problem with uh, the legal system not working for me was the fact that when she told me, she saw me break, and I mean, I cried like a baby. I'm not going to lie. She saw me break down. And I think that was one of the biggest things because she saw how bad it upset me, how bad it hurt me, it it scared me. And then everything that was going on, it was so much going on, she got scared to talk about it. Wow. Yep. I could see that happening. So that's, I mean, that's something that, you know, we have to... Now I know I have to keep that under control, <laughs> yes. but it's hard because you got to real you got to realize women look at us, man, and, and they and they see a a, 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 a a strong figure. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you break down in front of her. It's like it's like it's like most of the wives. All the wives got to see is you fall in one area and you you break down because you want to show her that you love her. And all the time she looking at you, you a pussy. Excuse my expression, but you know, <laughs> right. Well, well, yeah, but 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 with with a child, especially a girl, that sees her big strong father break down, in her mind, in her mind, she'd probably rather say, "Well, let me take this abuse. I'd rather take this abuse than see my father break down to make my daddy cry." Yeah, to make my daddy cry. I'd rather keep my mouth shut and take this abuse than make my daddy cry again, because that's probably more devastating to her. Than the abuse attack. Absolutely. Mm. Right. Mm. And that's yes. and that's something that I have to wear on my shoulders now. You know, and yes. that's so. And there's nothing you can do about it because you can't control your emotions all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We we haven't been in a situation we might cry too. We don't we don't know. And maybe just sometimes when you're so mad you cry, but it, but it is what it is. And I'm gonna tell you that that whole situation with my brother has psychologically affected my brother to the degree he has never been right since that day that he found out that happened to his kids, man. And, oh yeah. And, and oh, he has never he has never been right he has never been right to this day. And now and now and now the other battle is is that being that they were subjected to those things when they were so young, three or two of his daughters two of his daughters are in the gay lifestyle. I mean, he hates that with a passion. You hear me? Right. He hates that with a passion, man. I mean, and he don't even know how he don't even know how to he don't even know how to handle it. You know what I mean? And one of his daughters is his, his baby to the heart. The other one, he talks about he can't he can't stand it because she because he the other daughter got the other one into it and all this old nonsense, man. I'm telling you, man, it's just devastating. I, I experienced it through my brother. You feel me? And, and 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 my mother having to deal with that nonsense. So yeah, trust me, I've seen it. I've seen it all, man. My nephew, my my nephew is as crazy as can be right now. Okay, on every kind of drug, getting SSI already. He's twenty four years old. 
They used to hang wow. them up down and they used to hang them upside down in closets and make them have oral sex with the girls to come over there, all kind of nonsense, man. As a child. You do anything you can to try and numb that pain. With his with his mama there. With his mama watching. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm I'm gonna, about. I'm gonna change gears for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Just a little bit. I'm gonna change gears. Yeah, you on the edge here, brother. You on the edge. It's on the edge. It's on the edge. I'm gonna. I gotta back it down a little bit. <laughs> um, when it comes to 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 dating, let's fast forward to the time now that now that they're dating, um, and we've accepted it because a lot of us don't accept it well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we've accepted it, and now it's it's a reality. And because the the I found that the mothers accept it a lot faster than we do, and yeah. they may know that our daughters are dating long before we know, uh, which is a whole other show. But we won't have to go there tonight. Um, is it a requirement? Is the old school requirement still the same in your household, where the boy has got to come home and meet you? Before it's an official that you call him your boyfriend. Yeah, that she calls him. Dude. I feel it should be. I feel it should be. It was that way when mine was little. Matter of fact, I had a I had a uh, application they had to fill out. Wow. <laughs> application to my daughter. You remember that, Brian? Oh yeah. You know I do. I read the whole thing. I was like, wow. You read it before they got the one on the my daughter. Hey, hey Andrew, you got you got you, you had that one before they got the one floating around the internet. Um, I, yeah, it was because it was. I started it with my with my youngest daughter, and she's twenty nine. So yeah, that was that was fifteen, <laughs> eighteen years ago. Wow. <laughs> one of my favorite questions was: If you were to be shot, where's the where's the one place you'd like to be shot last? <laughs> so there's an application that we can download for these these boys, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, you can Google it. Yeah, I, I date my daughter. Yeah, it's out there on the internet. Date wow. my daughter application or something. You'll find. They got T-shirts and everything. Yeah, I got I got a 13 year old that just started dating, and her mom said it was okay for her to start dating, and like didn't consult me at all. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> you know, like you know, you gotta you gotta define dating because you know dating is not mating. So you gotta define what dating means. Right, saying well, saying that this is my boyfriend that's dating to me. Yeah, that's that to me that that's her saying yeah dating. <laughs> dating. And this her, 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 her relationship status is in a relationship with this little boy and. You're 13 years well, old. You know, man. you you're gonna do that, you know, and there's nothing you can do to change that because right. you know if you don't, you know, they're gonna say that whether you're around or not. But actually going out on a physical date, that's a whole different ballgame. Right. Well, when I was coming up, my first girlfriend, the only place we were allowed to go is her parents' living room. And that's uh, or into their their sitting room where they had a radio. Me and her could sit there and talk. But her parents were there, 
And that was the only place we were allowed to go. Exactly. And so you have age-appropriate dating. And, you know, you as as they grow, you, you things start to change a little bit. But, you know, you have to define that and, and understand what dating and age-appropriate dating is. You can't mm-hmm. say, oh, you can't say you got a boyfriend. Well, if you say that, you just won't hear about it. Right. I mean, you know, you can you can make those kind of crazy edicts, but you know what? When you were 13, 14, and 15 years old, you had your girlfriend. I yeah, mean, there's nothing yeah, your parents yeah. could say to stop you from liking a girl unless you were a faggot. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do they call them today? Um, alternative lifestyle choice, whatever you call We call them faggots. <laughs> True. Well, but yeah. you know, today you guys go to you know baby showers. Go to baby showers. I think he wants some kind of funny reaction from that. I don't know. But anyway, let's 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 get back to the to the to the question itself. So, is it really important for them to be even before they say, "Okay, it's a this is my boyfriend," that he comes home and meets you? Or the mom will gotta come to the house. It, it, to me, it, it's the most important thing. And and boy, better not be coming and tooting the horn. Oh Lord. Yeah. Better not be coming and tooting the horn. No, you better walk up there and, and come in and meet. Yeah, that's not even cool. Yeah. yeah you know, but again, you can't say you know. Oh, you can't. You're gonna say that that's not your boyfriend. You know, they're going to have their school situations going on, but you, you know, you can't control that. But whether they step out of the house, you can control that. And if they're going to do that, then they've got to come and meet you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't, you know, I mean, you know, they're 12, 13, 14, whatever age, they're going to start liking boys. That's my boyfriend. You know, but in, unless they're going out and spending, you know, time alone or, or whatever around this person, that's a different ball game. When you go out and actually, okay, we're going to the movies together, and it's got to be age appropriate. I mean, you know, whether it's in groups or different things, you got to explain what that means. But before that ever happens in my house, they had to meet me, and they had to know. They 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 knew that that, that I was there because. Then they're gonna respect her. I mean, you guys know. I mean, if you had a girl that, that nobody cared about, you didn't care. I mean, you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But if you, Daddy, you know, was two hundred forty pounds of upset Negro, and and if you stepped wrong, he was gonna be on you. You thought twice about stepping wrong. That's right. Yep. That's right. And you know, and you know, Andrew, I honestly believe that with most domestic abuse situations they occur because that didn't happen. Because the guy thought that there were the guy thought that there was no repercussions. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. And that was the thing what Brian was saying, you know, sooner or later, you know, there's got to be if you cross the line, you got to know you got to deal with me. That's right. Okay, yeah. you have crossed the line. And if they know that up front and they cross the line, they know they're gonna deal with me. They're gonna, they're gonna be in a behavior. Okay, my my, no. my daughter my daughter's husband right now knows that if he crosses the line, he's going to deal with me. They went through a a, a situation, a split up, uh, about a year, a little over a year ago, and you know my daughter spent the night at the house for a couple of nights. I said, did did he put his hands on you? 
She said, no, Dad, he didn't. Because if he had, he knew he had to deal with me, and that's her husband. Mm-hmm. All right, my, 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 my youngest daughter's 22, and, 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 and her boyfriend, he knows, he knows if he crosses the line, he has to deal with me. Mm-hmm. And when that's in their mind, see, they just know, you know, Andrew, you know, I think he's just crazy enough <laughs> to pull a brain on me. Okay, and yeah. when they know in the back of their mind, you just might be crazy enough to pull up and put that Glock in their mouth. They yeah. think twice yeah. about putting their hands on your daughter. Now, if they don't have yeah. that kind of fear, they're going to do any doggone thing. They but if they know daddy's just crazy enough that he might, it's a different thought yeah. process. Heck, I can remember when I was dating, There was, I was probably 18 the girl was maybe 17, and I remember I got her home 20 minutes late. Mm. And her father came out of the house, and I'm going to tell you what, he was a, one of my best friends, seemed like. I was in fear of my life that night. And I'm not going to lie, I was I was ready to, I I, I had to check my pants when I, when I left. But being 20 minutes late. Yeah. And now it seems like nowadays it's like, you know, okay, well, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Father, it's, it's a lot of fathers now. Just lost it. Yeah. Well, you guys know that generationally, man, it's a all together different time, man. The respect level for is. adults is like zero now, man. You know what I mean? So if you don't if you don't let them know and put it in their mind that you're gonna you know that you that you're gonna handle the situation, man, and you think you're gonna come with that stuff that we talking about from back in the day, you're gonna be short like a midget with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think I think that you don't even have to go that far. It's to even come over and you know back in the day they, the boy come over and you sitting there cleaning your guns. I don't even think you have to go that far nowadays. I think they, they have to know that there's a male presence, that there is a father and he's Thank involved. Thank and you. that's Thank enough you. for them to say, okay, well, I agree. I don't, I'm not sure if there's going to be repercussions, but there's a strong possibility. Versus there's no man involved. The, the daughter's right. keeping you a secret. She's acting like she's on her own. She she makes her own decisions. She don't have to consult with anybody. Then she is on her own when it comes to something like that. Because just like Andrew said, the dude may just take advantage anyway. Be like, well, ain't nothing gonna happen to me if I slap you for getting out of line. And believe me, all you got to do is allow it to happen one time. He feels one time. He's going to abuse the hell out of it. You hear me? Yeah. I had so, one of them walking with my oldest daughter. Um, you know, with the hat down. the uh, the earphones on, bopping, and I answered the door, and he walked in my house and said, sup, and walked by me. And my daughter said, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> she <Yeah>. knew. <laughs> okay? And, yeah. I, and, I mean, you know, you know, I, I, drew a tr- I, I, I drew a target on his head, and we went down to clean the guns. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And 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 as a matter of fact, the funny thing was, my daughter still tells me she's twenty nine years old. She said, "Dad," she said, "You know, my friends at school they still ask me about that." Yeah, you know, we heard the word gets around. Your dad's crazy. 
Okay. Yeah. And and you know what? If, if you got school age kids like that, you need to have a reputation. That's crazy. Because the guys will be like, oh, I, okay, I can't mess over her. Because dad's no. just a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever find out you don't have no brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, that's a whole other thing. And the girls, you know, when I, was, when I was growing up, the girls that had two or more brothers, nothing ever happened to them. Yes. The girls that didn't have any brothers, there was one that was always getting caught short. But if you had like two or more brothers, they always knew. Okay, now if I get out of line with this one, I got to deal with her brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's got to be the same way with fathers. We need to be present, right? You yeah. know, and I think yeah. also we got to talk to the moms and say, look, I understand that you think it's okay for them to date, and you're being their coach on dating and keeping me out of the loop. But when hell breaks loose, who you gonna call? Me. So you might as well keep me in the loop because I'm going to have to fix it. That's right. That's right. And tell me the funny thing is when my kids were, when my girls were little, they didn't, that bothered them. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Oh, oh, you you know. But you know what? Now, in their 20s, they really appreciate it. So when they're young, they, they don't see it that way. But as they get older and they realize, you know, with the things that you told him about men are true, and and he ain't really just a friend as you think. Okay, when when they start to see that come to fruition, you know, and then they start appreciating the protections that you put around them. That's right. That's right. That's right. I now, think I'm this a think... Uh, Go ahead. I think this would be a uh, a process to being able to date my daughter. Really, I mean. It should be a process. You should be, you should come over to my house, get to know her, and, and have dinner with me and my family a few times before you ever even get to date my daughter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's got to and be an know, application, bro. Yeah, some may say that's old-fashioned, but I think that that's where it's got to come back to because now it's crazy. What these young girls are doing now is ridiculous, man. It just seems like anything goes, you know. And you know that's got a lot to do with it. It does. Yeah. It does. Everything goes to these kids today. These kids today don't believe that all sex is sex, man. They believe it's just, you know, something to do. Right. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. (laughs) They they also believe that anal sex isn't sex. That's right. It's not sex. They think they're still virgins. Yeah. Mm. And that's. That's where it comes back to these babies having babies. I mean, we just, in the town that I live in right now, um, I'm a firefighter medic, and I heard a call go across the scanner for a 12-year-old miscarrying. In the town that I live in, 12-year-old, complications with pregnancy. I mean, and she was miscarrying her her baby. How do you, how do you, that could that's be Uncle Willie's baby. That could be Uncle Willie's baby. You know that's right. <laughs> Got that right. Got that right for real. I mean, it's. I, I think that that's the reason is that we're having all so many young children having children, and it's it's because anything goes, anything's acceptable. 
No, I don't think I really don't think that's it. I'm gonna get a little bit biblical on you, man. But I believe, you know, the the word of God says the seed reproduces itself after its own kind. So the indiscretions of yourself and the things that you may have indulged in with other women, where you may have had children with different folks, you may not think that your children pick up those things, but the seed reproduces itself after its own kind. And she don't even have to be around you to know what you did, and they pick up your habits, man. Things that you've done, right? Mm. Mm. I, I yeah. agree with that to a point, but at the same time, my mother was 15. <laughs> my mother was 15 when she had me, okay. you know, and I had I had the the sense enough to myself to know that I to not do that kind of thing. But it doesn't have anything to do with it. Has, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to be generational, man. Because generationally, man, things were passed down. You know what I mean? And they don't have to be around that person to pick up their their traits or characteristics, man. Right. Yeah, and can I can I drop a monkey wrench, Mr. Host? Do you think? Because I was yeah, going to ask you a question anyway, but go ahead and drop your monkey wrench. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, eating some chips. Um, but when it comes to your wife, did your daddy did your did her daddy raise her right? Hmm. When it comes to your wife, hmm. did her daddy raise her right? Mine didn't. My ex-wife, I surely didn't. Why not? My ex-wife, no. Well, you know, one of the things, my, you know, my wife had to see uh, her father, you know, physically beat, abused, threatened. Her mother um, was an alcoholic, and she had to deal with all that. You know, um, my my wife's, um, you know, dad told the boys that came in, you know, I ain't got nothing but a bunch of hoes. You can have anyone you want. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. And it's it's amazing, uh, you know, to, to see that, you know, and um, to see her move to a point of forgiveness of her father and, and to have God, you know, raise her into a godly woman was amazing, but that was what she had to deal with. So no, he didn't. You know, he told the boys that came to visit the girls, well, "I got six hoes. You can have anyone you want." Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, I think that if I were to answer that question, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because my uh, wife's father died while she was really young. You know, so I don't know what impression he may have had. You know, um, so I guess I might disqualify me, Rodney. Right. You know, well, I don't know. You, know. you know. I mean, maybe you my do. ex-wife. For me, my ex-wife, her her father just he wasn't. He wouldn't show up. Like he, she, when she graduated from high school, she wasn't even sure he was going to show up. So, I mean, he just wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's huge because I think the host talked about, you know, being there, you know, when the, when the boys, you know, start sniffing around. But it, 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 it's, it's more than that. It's, it's actually being engaged and, you know, because you could be in the house and be down in the basement when the boys, you know, pick up and drop off your daughter. 
you know, that's not that's you know, that's technically that's being there. You were there when uh you know, he came through and picked your daughter up and you know, and <laughs> dropped her off. But I mean, you you have to be engaged as well and I know, you know, for one thing is that my kids know like if I if I say I'm gonna be somewhere, um and really I ain't even gotta say I'm I'm gonna be somewhere. They know I'm gonna be there. Sure, it ain't right. no, you know, running late or it. They know I'm gonna be there, and you know, if I'm out of town, I'm out of town or something on business or whatever. But you know, they know it's it's not even is, is Daddy gonna show up to our, you know, our, our recital, our piano recital, or is Daddy gonna, you know, be there on time? It's none of that. I mean, and it's and it's they they're programmed to know that Daddy's gonna be there and we're gonna be on time, and you know, we're gonna do our best, and you know, we'll celebrate a little bit afterwards. You know, so they don't, it's not even a question, you know, is daddy going to be there? Right. Mm. Mm. And I think that's important. I mean, you know, I remember um, being, I don't know how old I was. I might have been six or seven years old, and I lived in the Bronx. And I remember when it rained, and I think my father or somebody was supposed to pick me up from school, and nobody picked me up. So I had to walk home in the rain. You know what I'm saying? And I still remember that to this day. And that's so long ago. And I always made a vow. I said I will never put my 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 children in that situation ever. And it may not have been real big, but I just remember being there. It was raining. They were supposed to pick me up, and nobody came. Hmm. And what did they say you know when they you guys so, finally got home? Like, how did I don't they remember any of that. All, all I remember is being left in the rain. That's it. I, and I remember walking home. I was on my own. And I'm talking elementary school. In the Bronx. You know, but, but, yeah, but growing up in, in New York, I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't abnormal for elementary school kids to walk home. Because that's what we did. We didn't have buses. Yeah, we did, but, you know, I lived too close to having a bus. You know, but, yeah. You know, it's just something that sticks out. So it's crazy how the little smallest things that we do to our children, they remember long until they're adults. And you know, so what you know, you said I was just say, at the same time that those bad little things that they remember, you know, now I hope that they remember the the good little things too. You know, like for instance, yeah. I go with I go eat. My daughter's eight years old. She's in the third grade. I go eat lunch with her at least once a week. And if I miss a week, at, at least once every other week. But mm. right there, it's, yeah, go to school. All her teachers, her principal, everybody knows me. That's right. All her school friends, when they saw, they saw me all through the summer, you know, out into the, you know, the store or something like that, that's Mr. Fluhart. That's, Mr., that's Taylor's mom. You know that's you know, and that that to me that means something to me, and I sure. hope that it you know, means something to her. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're present. You're present, man. You know, I mean, it is what it is. And you're present. Not only are you present, but you don't you don't you don't have to be because she doesn't even live with you, right? So you could just yeah, all right, you know. I wait till my weekend, and then I'll, you know, but you're going above and beyond. And I think that that's, again, that's a great thing. And a lot of fathers don't. 
even once they got joint custody, a lot of them just say, well, you know, I'll wait till it's my weekend. And the rest right. of my time, I'm free. You know. But I wanted to ask a question to Rodney, because I know you have younger daughters. How old is your oldest daughter, Rodney? Ten. Ten. Okay, so you got yes. you got a little ways to go before the whole, you have to wrap your whole mind around dating. And believe me, you're going to have to wrap your entire mind around this this whole theory that they're eventually going to want to date some dude. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I got you. I just trust me. Believe me. Believe me. And it never goes away. It never goes away. But um, are your requirements going to be different than what we talked about on the phone or going to be kind of the same? The guy has got to come and meet you before they commit to Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the old square peg here. You know, tradition yeah. ain't no. I think somebody said it. You know, riding by and doop doop. You know, they outside in front of the, 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 the my yard. You know, come on out or get a text message. You know, I'm driving up. Come on outside. No, 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 no. Uh, no, you, you got to come in and uh, have a seat. And like the brother said, I mean, we, if you're gonna date my daughter, you need to, you need to get to know me too. You need to impress me before you try to impress her, you know. So, you know, absolutely, you know, none of that, um, you know, would draw, you know, I ain't dropping nobody off nowhere. And, uh, no, you got to come to my house, you know. And we we might go back to the old school, just like the brother said, where you you sit in in my living room with the radio on. You ain't going Mm -hmm. nowhere. You ain't going to the movies yet. Not yet. Not the first date. (laughs) You know, you ain't doing that on the first date. I might just have you just come sit in the living room, you know. Mm. We just mm. have a little chat, you know. So, but, yeah, no, now, no, you know, I mean, it's traditional, but go ahead. Now, you know, if she really likes the guy and she knows that that's how you roll, she may sneak off and do something different, like mine did. She may. She may. She may. So would you... So would you would you say that some of our deepest fears as men with our daughters dating is the mere fact that the same things we used to do to other women, we worry about our daughters that happen, happen to them? There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. Yeah. I think that's what it pretty yeah. much boils down to, man. Yeah, because yeah. we know us. Doubt. You know, we know us and we know, you know, <laughs> where our mind was. Some of y'all's mind still is, um, but I mean, we we that and you, you said it right, Brian. We know you know the tricks of the trade, so we're cognizant of that. Yeah, and you know it's often difficult you know to get over, get across to teenagers that I used to be you, I used to think just like you, even though I, I wasn't a teenager in 2013. It's the same, bro. You know, yep. it's the same game. You know. Ain't nothing different. Y'all might got a little smartphone, you know, but other than that, it's the same thing, man. Mm. Now, Rodney. Yes, Rodney, sir. If I, if I could reiterate on what he was saying, that at the same time, like, yeah, we might, you might, she might say, okay, yeah, I'm going to sneak off and do it. But I think if you raise your daughter with a certain type of values, that I, I, I 
truly believe you and myself try to raise our daughter in, I don't think that they there's a lot less chance that they would run off yeah. than that they have yeah, ever yeah, not impossible, but yeah, the the chances decrease. Absolutely, brother, you're exactly right. It does decrease. Now, the bottom line is they 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 have a choice to make when they get older, and you gotta you gotta understand you can do everything right, and they can still go wrong. Oh yeah, right. yeah. They're still there's that chance, right? So you know, all you can do is do everything you can do, and then pray, and then hope they some of it sunk in, but you know what? The bottom line is they have a choice to make. Yeah, mm. and, and and Andrew just said pray. Um, you know, the, the bottom line is, because what's the topic tonight, you know, can I, can, we, can I raise her right? Can I raise her right? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, that's the question. Daddy's and, little girl. Yeah, and the and the answer to that is no. And it's not it's not it's not, right. it's not uh it's not uh, can can we raise a right because we're a married couple. No, no, no. This is directed towards the fathers. Yes, can I raise a right? Can I raise a right? And the answer to that is no. Mm. I cannot raise a right. Well, you gotta explain that. Yeah, as you just said, Andrew. You just said it. You you gotta pray. And what I mean by that is that Rodney cannot raise his children right. But I think I somebody that can help me. You know, my philosophies, my you know theories. Would be ineffective, but I do have some. I do have some help that I can go to. I do have the re, the resource, the ultimate resource, and that's where you know that's that's the point I'm making is that on my own, riding on his own, can't do it. I can't raise right. these kids right. Right. I may try, but at some point I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. So I have to tap into that. You know, like you said, Andrew, I have to pray. I have to tap into that 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 resource. Make sure that I raise these children right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 deep. But but it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. and I think still we can't pass the buck when it comes to a lot of these things. You know, and the brother was just saying earlier. You know, um, that that they have to be comfortable enough to come to you and say that I am dating, you know, and and then and then you say yours is, is 10. So do you start talking to them now about what's required of them when they start dating, or do you wait till, you know, they actually start dating? <laughs> you I'm know, it's start a little wait. bit now, but go ahead, Andrew. You know, one of the things, and, and, and a lot of y'all know, you know, we, we have the marriage ministry and we teach classes and all. And we started having our youngest daughter attending the classes when she was 13 years old. And, you know, people were like, well, why do you have her in here? 
And the crazy thing is, um, as she started to grow and, you know, 15, 16, you know, starting to date and all that, uh, having her friends, she became the counselor to her girlfriends, explaining to them what dating was, explaining to them, you know, the purpose of dating and, 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 and different things like that. So they start to understand, you need to start, you know, young enough, you know, obviously you're not going to talk to a four-year-old, but young enough when they, you know, when they're starting to, to have interest. And trust me, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, they're having interest in boys. They're not showing it in different ways, but you need to explain them what's going on and what's going to happen, you know, age appropriately. And then, you know, explaining to them as they start to understand what, you know, what the, and, and the feelings that they have are normal. And it's okay to feel the way you feel, but you know you have to put boundaries around that. What this means, and and which you know why, what the point of dating is, and and different things like that. You know, and we would ask Deja. She was thirteen years old, and I said, "What are you looking for in a husband?" And she said, "I'm not ready to get married." I said, "I didn't ask you what you're ready to get married." I said, "What are you looking for in a husband?" One day you are, and we started to talk to her about those things. Okay, and crazy as it may seem, at 16 years old, Deja had a list of the things she wanted in her husband, mm. the things that she didn't want in her husband. At 16. And if a guy had a had a deal breaker, she crossed him off the list, didn't get emotionally involved. Wow. That may wow. sound crazy. And that's a teenager. But yeah, but to some, but to some, you know, to some people, they would say, "Well, my daughter's not going to date till she's 19." And I'm saying, how dumb is that? When you were 16, 17 years old, you weren't interested in girls. You think your daughter's not going to be interested in dudes? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 let me tell you what happens. And I'm glad you said that, Andrew. Even at 13. So we wait till they're 13, 14, 15, or we say. Well, they're not going to date because I'm going to control that. So my approach is going to be to police it anyway. So I got it under control. I don't have to have the conversation. Then we all have the conversation. We push it off. We push it off. And then we do what? We send them to college. Hmm. Now, does anybody on this call knows what happens to freshman girls at college? Fresh me. I mean, I, I can write a book about them. Fresh meat of an understatement. That was easy pickings, wasn't it, Tony? Easy pickings. I mean, we used to wait at the freshman hall. We would sit there and wait for the bus to come in. Because <laughs> we already knew. We knew the ones, and you could always tell the ones that were sheltered because they were buck yep. wild. The first night they didn't have to sleep in Mama's house, they didn't sleep anywhere. They stayed up the whole night. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I just think that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think 9, 10 may be the time to even start talking to them about boys and what sure. they expect. So you need to start talking surprise. about their bodies, what what they expect is going to happen, so they don't get freaked out when these things start to go on. We have an 8-year-old grandbaby, and, and my wife is already talking to her about her body and what's going to happen and what's going on. Well, these are the times to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where me as a single father, like I just I I don't even know how to handle that. That's what I can't figure out how to talk to her about, like how her body's getting ready to change. I can't handle that. My thirteen-year-old oh, yeah. daughter, 
my 13-year-old daughter wouldn't have hugged me. And she's a teenager. I haven't seen her since I hadn't seen her in months and months because all she worried about is just all her things to do. But she had grown and developed. And it made me uncomfortable. I don't even. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, That's real. What? You're like, oh my god! Get away from me! Oh, no, <laughs> you know yeah, that's real talk. That's real talk, though. I mean, you don't know. I mean, it's your little girl that that that's now grown up. Mm. You know. So that's the next part of it. The only thing I that's can tell my eight. My eight-year-old, the only thing I tell her is, you know, baby, you really want to become a veterinarian? You really want to professionally serve? Okay, well, you've got to focus on that. Boys can't be part of that. You've got to focus on those two things. You want to be a veterinarian, it's going to take a lot of hard work. You know, so that's, (laughs) it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Now, 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 times have, times have, is Darren still with us? Okay, now times have changed a lot. And it used to be a girl's dream to get married in that wedding day, right? Guys try to avoid it, and a, a woman wants that wedding day. She wants that location wedding. She wants to invite the whole family. She's got her dress picked out, the whole nine yards. They, that's what they live for. But I think it's changed now. I don't think it's that way anymore. And please tell me if I'm wrong. And the reason why I say that is because I have a daughter that's 23 and 25 that both have children. And neither one of them had ever have a conversation with me about marriage. Like, that's the farthest thing from their mind. Now, and this is the question that I'm asking to you now. Me and their mom got divorced. So do you think that has anything to do with it, or is it the fact that it's just times are different? I think it might be a little bit. Now, Tony, I don't know, because my daughter, my my oldest daughter um, got pregnant at 19, and I could tell that it was a shameful issue for her because she used to actually wear a wedding ring on her wedding finger and she didn't even have a you know didn't even have a boyfriend. Wow. Now we never talked about it but I could tell she didn't want people to think she had a baby and wasn't married. Wow. She she's 29 now and married and has two kids but I could, you know, I, I noticed, and I never said anything, she actually wore a ring that resembled a wedding ring on her ring finger. And she wasn't married. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And I haven't had the conversation with them because, um, you know, one of them, I don't think that it, it, it's a, it, it's a, she's in a position to be married. The other one might be. You know, but her and the baby's father, they off and on. So I don't really think that that's strong enough, you know, to even have the conversation. But the fact that neither one of them had come to me and even talked about entertaining marriage with anyone just kind of made me wonder. You know, I wonder what it is. Is it is it the time, is it the times that we live in now where it's not really, you know, 
something that they're excited about. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I think it's a little bit of both. You know, and also you got to look at, you know, you say you were divorced, so that obviously, and you divorced their mother. So, I mean, that, that obviously has an effect on them. But, you know, and on the flip side, too, you like, I mean, you're like a, a, like a marriage expert, hands down. So you could tell them the ins and outs of pretty much, it's probably nothing that you'd be like, ooh, let me um, do some research and get back with you on that. You, you could give them a solid, intelligent answer on a lot of things about this thing called marriage. And mm-hmm. I think that it's, you know, it, it, I think it's a little bit of the sign of the times, um, you know, that I got married, you know, when I was 21. You know, and kids these days, 23, 25, I mean, they not. I mean, your kids, my kids in general ain't thinking Hello? 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 Yeah, we got, like we got kicked off. I think we lost him. I think we lost him. He'll call back in. I'll, I'll patch him back through. I think what he was saying is, you know, the kids nowadays aren't thinking about marriage. Is it, is it a fear? Or is it they're giving away the cookies and nobody wants to, you know, once you give away the cookies, all bets are off. Well, I grew up in a house that, you know, uh, it was a Catholic house, and that's what you were supposed to do. And I was, like, in total rebellion. I was like, hey, look, you know, marriage ain't nothing but a piece of paper. I'm going to do what I got to do. I don't care what y'all said. Okay, Roddy, here's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I got kicked off, sorry. Um, But, yeah, but yeah I mean, they're just not thinking about those sort of things at this at that age, you know, unfortunately, or I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. You know, maybe, you know, they're waiting for the, the right guy at the right time, you know, and then they'll come have that, that conversation with Dad about marriage. You know, maybe they shouldn't be, you know, maybe they're, they're right on target, that they're not, you know, thinking about getting married at 23 and 25, you know. I don't think they're, they're not, not thinking about... I don't think they're not thinking about getting married because it's a good thing because they got other things they want to do. I think that that's, they're not doing that because it's like a trend almost to not do it. Or if you get caught up with a girl and, you know, you have, you know, she got your nose wide open and that's not a good thing. Or, you know, you don't want to be tied down to no one woman because you want to continue to get all the booty you want to get. I think their mindsets are different nowadays to... to not not looking t- towards something traditional as getting married because in their minds that's old fashioned or that's too old fashioned. You know what I'm saying? It's not they they not doing it because of other things, not because of something that's right. It's just because you know they're not thinking about it because it's something that they're rebelling against because you know of other reasons. My son told me the other day. You know, most of the guys and girls at our school is gay, so this has become the norm. And even though they're not, it's like they're looked at for being straight. They looked at being funny. They looked at they're looked at like, you know, wait a minute, you straight? You're not even bi? What's your problem? Wow, mm. really? You know, that's the that's the 
that is their the mindset of today's society and and me and my wife being in a normal household a godly household trying to raise them away that God wants them to be raised we're going against that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know what? I think I agree with you. Because it may not be the thing to do now. You know, and they're, and they're focused on raising the kids and making money or whatever the case may be, but they're not focused on, on those boys. You know? Yeah. And it's, 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 go ahead. And too, Mr. Host, you know, on some degree, on some level, the microwave society contributes to that. And what I mean by that is that no one is thinking long-term, you know, whether they be teenagers, young adults, or old adults, you know. Nobody's thinking for the long-term as far as whether it be financial or marriage is looked at as a like a long-term. I think it's still looked at as a, it's a, it's a long-term thing. So whereas people are just, Living in the moment and you know, living day to day or week to week, they're not looking too much towards the future, you know, because everything is at our fingertips. Like we need information, you know, before in our day, we had to wait until the library opened or, you know, wait, you know, to go to school the next day or to, if you were lucky enough to have a, an encyclopedia, um, you know, at, at your house, you know, you could do some research. But now, I mean, it's like I want to look up something, bam, I just pull it out of my pocket. Oh, there it is, okay, you know, and then go back to doing, you know, what you were doing. So it's on on every level of these young adults' lives, everything is in an instant, you know, almost. And that's why we have folks on my job, you know, they, they, they come out of college or whatever, and they want to make what I make. And I'm like, I've been here 14 years, bro. How you going to make what mm-hmm. I make? I had, I had to, you know, I had to pay my dues. You got to start at the bottom. You, you heard Drake started from the bottom. Now I'm here. But you yeah. know, the whole thing is that you know they want to come fresh out the, out of college and be on my level. It's like you you have to work up to this level, bro. Yeah, be on my level right out the gate. It, it don't work like that. But that's you know, again, that's how our society unfortunately has programmed them, you know, to to think and feel, and, and they react and you know, well, why can't I be? I got to be entry level for five years or whatever. So, I mean, it's different. You know, it's just totally different. Yes. Wow. Darren said something very interesting, very interesting about today's society. And, And as far as I think that we need to really jump into our daughter's social life, and what I mean by that is social media life. And be a friend on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, and and monitor that. Monitor who they're talking to. And I know it may seem like it's buttoning on their privacy, but, you know, you don't really have privacy when you're under 18 and you're living in somebody else's house. There should be no privacy. You should be able to walk into the room at any particular time, you know, if they're decent. You know, and look in their underwear drawer and see if there's any Victoria's Secret underwear. You know, because a lot of these things you don't know. And I was and I got this. I was watching on something on TV. I don't. I forgot what show it was. I think it was Meet the Browns, 
or the daughter had Victoria's Secret underwear that said all kind of stuff on them that a, a teenage child shouldn't have. You know, and the big issue was, you know, why can't I wear what underwear I want to wear? And the mother was like, well, why do you need to wear these underwear? What's wrong with the ones that I buy you? You see what I'm saying? So as fathers, I mean, will we go that far? Is to go check the underwear drawer. See if they got some lingerie up in there. Because I think that right there is a telltale of how far they're. And these were teenage girls. I don't think the adolescent ones, you don't have to worry about that. The teenage girls, I think it's a it's a telltale when they're fully paying attention to the type of underwear that they have on. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go that far? No? We should. I, I, we need to take any measures necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to think about. You know, while they're not home or while they're home, underwear inspection. These are the ones we buy you? Where did these Victoria's Secrets come from? You know what I'm saying? And why do you have them? And who, who, and who sees them? You know, just food for thought. But another thing, when he was talking about the Facebook page, now how would you react if you were on your daughter's Facebook page and she had a picture of her kissing another girl? Mm. 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 No. Hey, Darren, is it, is it uncommon? No, that's that's real common right there. That's That's almost a norm. That's crazy. And that's I mean, where and, and I tried to have. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. We, we as fathers, we need to step up and, and make it not be the norm. Make it not. Yeah, be the but norm. if you if you're the far if you're the father and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're going against 500 other kids <laughs> and their households. Mm-hmm. And trying to tell your daughter or your son. Hello? I think we lost him. Mm. Yeah, hopefully we can get back in. Yeah. But I agree. I agree that we have to fight to make it not the norm. You know, and it's it it it's it's that time of the call where we get spiritual, and I believe that 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 the devil is 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 constantly trying to get our kids, man. Because just like the brother said earlier, man, if you've got my kids, you messing with me. Mhm. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? So. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, this damn man, I got kicked off again. Well, for the first okay. time. But um what were you saying? But yeah, when when you're when you're a father and you're trying to do the right thing, I've had, you know, I, I keep con- contact close contact with my kids and I try to keep, you know, open relationship and o- open conversation with them. And when finding out that your son has been approached by gay dudes, and and it's like I shouldn't feel 
proud that he says no. I mean, I sh- it should be like, uh, ugh, man, why would they even think that? That's what my thoughts are. But it's almost like I have to give him kudos for turning get that down approaches. You know, my daughter the same thing. You know, I, I mean, it's like I got to give you. They're like, well, dang, you ain't gonna even give me credit for not being gay. I'm like, well, why should I give you credit for not being gay? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you, you know, you want some props? You know, you don't supposed to be gay. <laughs> That's funny. You know why? Why are we talking about that? You know, we we should both. He said, "Well, Dad, you know, you just blew over the fact that I said no. I'm not gonna. That's not me, and you, that's wrong, and this and that." I'm like, "Okay, well, I applaud you for that. I mean, if if that's what you think you need, but you, I mean, that's that's like a a, a known, you know." Yeah, yeah. That's just like asking I, me. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Finish. No, it's just like asking me. Well, you know, hey, did you turn the lights on? Hey, that was, that was all right. That light came on when you hit that switch, right? Give me some props. No, it's supposed to come <laughs> on. The bills are supposed to be paid. So I'm not going to, I don't have to, I shouldn't have to, you know, that's not something, the conversation we need to be having, but it's like that they're like, they, it, this is a conversation that needs to take place with these kids to continuously to tell them, look, being this way is absolutely wrong. Mm. Mm. And 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 I think it's even deeper than that because just like you said, when they they think that oral sex is not having sex, so they may think that like if a girl kisses a girl, they may say, "Well, I'm not gay. It's just something that huh. we did." But I'm not something gay. that we did. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you, know you know what. Asia came home one day at about 14 or 15 years old, and asked us, she said, my girlfriend so-and-so said that oral sex isn't sex, and I told her it was sex. That's why sex is in the word. And and she told me, no, it's not, and you can have oral sex, and it's not sex. This was back in, you know, Mr. Clinton's days. <laughs> you know, that was, that was another battle we had to have. But, I mean, you know, um, it's really sad. And today I heard that, that, that kids are saying, well, you know, is you know, I can have anal sex, and that's I, I'm still a virgin if I have anal sex. Mm-hmm. See, when I was mm-hmm. growing up, we didn't have girls like that. <laughs> no, no, that ain't even a that 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 still ain't a topic in the bedroom. Yeah, that's he not a bad chat. But that that's what I that's what I understand. That's where it's at now. The girls are like, Oh, you know, um, you know, as long as it's not vaginal, I'm still a virgin. You can screw me anywhere, but you know, then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. That's just that. And, and and that's and that's coming from a line of society that that the fathers are not in the household and then mm-hmm. now we're the oddballs. You know, because we're trying to have the fathers are not in the household we got a society that says anything is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, men marry men is marriage. I mean, we got a society today that says, hey, if it feels good, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another conversation is we, you know, we, we stay in a pretty nice neighborhood. We got this, this couple, 
in this neighborhood that has a house just regular size as everybody else's, in some cases bigger. And my kids was like, well, if it's wrong to be a certain way, if it's wrong to be this way, even though I know it's wrong to be this way, uh, one of his gay friends, um, you know, brought up this point to him. Well, why do the gay people... Uh, uh, their their houses look better than ours. Why why do they their yards look better? Why do they take care of them themselves better? Why do they uh, are very particular about you know neatness? And I was like, I don't gay. know, and I don't care. It's a good but, gay. <laughs> but but it, it it why are we talking? You know why is this a conversation? That you that and I was just listening and trying to and, and just irritated by the devil trying to 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 just get the ear of my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, gay guys act like women. Say what now? Gay guys act like women. They think they're women, so they think like women. Okay, things that that, that we guys aren't that particular about, a gay dude would be. I mean, I mean, I think that there's some guys that are particular about being clean and the yard being done and all that kind of stuff, too, without being gay. You know, now, when it comes to, I mean, certain things, rapes and things like that, we could, most guys could care less about curtains. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, somebody's phone, so. Not on me. Not me. It was Pete yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so now, now we did talk about, we did talk about the um, a father. Well, you know, women, the kids nowadays not being uh, that enthused about being married. But can a father help promote her daughter's marriage? Can help making her wife material. Oh yeah, definitely. How would you do that? We we used to have a conversation. The the example of do what your mother did or or be like your mom. No, no, we we were we had a conversation about. um, I told my daughter, I said, you know, from now on, you know, uh, you're getting at the age that when when mom's in the kitchen, cooking and preparing the meal, you may need to get in there and, and you know. Uh, start helping out so you can follow some instructions so you can know how to cook. She's like, I don't need to know how to cook. Uh, this was her. This used to be her conversation. Well, I don't need to know how to cook because I'm not cooking for no man. Well, I ain't gonna be no slave to no man. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That that's not a bad thing, and it's not a slave. You you're being a wife. You're you're training to be a wife and a good person to your husband. Well, you know he can cook for himself. And this was this like I said, it used to be an argument and a conversation, but I had to let her know your role is is this, you know. Well why can he cook? I said, Well don't I cook? Yeah. I said, Okay, well you need to do it. At, at least you need to know how to do it for yourself, at the least. But when you have if you decide to get married or if you decide to have children, you don't want to feed a McDonalds all the time. So by letting her know 
that hey this is part this is this is something that that is is a good thing to know how to do it's a good thing to to, to this is part of womanhood and she she at first she didn't like the idea that a woman had to do these things she felt like hey I'm not a slave to anybody they can do it themselves every man should be for themselves and they learn again you're going against a society that don't think like we think or like a, a marriage is. It's going against marriage. It's going against a wife's roles and the principle behind being a wife and the husband's role and the principle behind being a husband. They're going to totally against that. Wow. So, so. Did you teach your dog how to play pool? I mean, yeah, we play we play ping pong and pool together, but uh, but that's that's just a game of of socializing, you know. It's not it's not something to, to you know she's gonna be making money and hustling like I used to do, but it's just something to do, you know, because we have one in the house, you could know. You, but but could this you see is that being, could you see something like that being important? What, playing pool or socializing? Uh-huh. Playing pool. Teach your daughter how to play pool. Uh, yeah. Could anybody see I, that I being important? Hmm. Anybody? Uh, I could see where it would be important, uh, something that the boys would, you know, maybe the guy that she's with that, you know. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's it. He, he answered it. If I'm if, if I'm dating a girl, right, and I say, hey, let's go shoot pool. She's like, all right, let's go. And if she's good, that's a bonus. And then I might start mm-hmm. a conversation. Well, you know, my favorite football team is X Y Z. She might say, well, you know what, my favorite team is. Mhm. What have you got there? To us, that's a winner. No, no, no. That's not. That's not. That's not true. That's not true. Trying to tell you. Okay. Uh, the, re- the reason why the reason why I'm saying that because you know uh, girls that, that 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 fit this category they're so I'm far not into. Tomboys. Huh? I'm not talking about tomboys. I'm just talking about the girl that can share the same interests that you have. Right, right, right. See, my brother had his problem. Now, he has this wife that, you know, cracked me a brute. You know, uh, I'm, I'm kicking it with the boys, and it's like, you know, now they're going through a divorce because she want to be too much like the boys and going to the club and drinking beer and watching football game and yelling and cussing at the TV and passing me a cigarette type thing. But she's she's supposed to be wife material. You know, I, I just don't. That's really unattractive at to a point. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's cute to watch a lady shoot pool, and you really can't. You know, now let me help you. Let me let me show you how to hold that stick. You know, let me show you how to bend over and <laughs> shoot the shoot the ball. You know, but it, when 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 if she know how to do all that thing and can talk sports around you, and and your friends find her more interesting than you, it, it becomes a problem. You know. Hey, baby, can you go get us some brews? No, you go get us some brews. Yeah, but I mean, but but I mean, I think I think your brother's situation might be a tad bit extreme. 
I mean, I could be wrong. It might be just a tad bit extreme. And she's been sitting at the bar. And again, if she's sitting at the bar drinking a beer and watching the game, I mean, some guys like that, man. Other than the girl that's yeah. like, yeah, I don't like football. Why, why you always got to watch football? Why we always got to go do this? Why we always got to do that? Why can't we go look at curtains? <laughs> Opposed to somebody that's, you know, that you're not going to have a hard time doing your things with. And then you'll be able to reciprocate that. So, I mean, and so, and the reason why I was asking that is because as men, we can show them what we like out of women and what's attractive to a guy that might want to marry them. I mean, would we even think that way? No. That's a turnoff no. to some guys. Okay. Okay. You don't think it would be a you turnoff? Like- well, it's okay the first day when you seeing the, you you seeing her watch, you watching her enjoying the game and, you know, yeah, I can have fun with this one, man. We can go to a football game together. But then after a while, she talking like your homeboy and burping like your boys and <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to cook. Be, it can be know. too I, much. I think there rides a fine line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she should be able to enjoy a football game and – but at the same time, she should be making the hors d'oeuvres and, you know, the the snacks and stuff like that for you to be sitting there with your homeboys eating, you know, while you're watching sure. the game. Sure, sure, sure. So, but then, but then, but the point that I'm trying to make is, so that's how we'll teach her. Opposed to not even stepping into that conversation with her. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to teach you how to shoot pool. I'm going to teach you about the different positions in the NFL, who plays what, a little bit of history, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of soccer, a little bit of golf. You're going to know about these things. So when you get with somebody, you'll know. You won't be, ah, I don't want to talk about that. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. I think that that adds a little value to a woman that you're thinking about marrying. I could be wrong. I mean, it can. I no. mean, you're right. I mean, it can. It's just, you know, it just can't be too much. You know, like the brother said, you know, you pass me a cold one, make me a sandwich. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know. But at the same time, there's things as men that we should do that for them to, to they want to make us that sandwich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's guys out here that, you know, all they want to do is sit there on the deck on Xbox and play video games all day long, and don't ex- and and then expect you know their wife to be happy. The wife's not gonna be happy like that, you know. That's not no. That's not a life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a maid. Right. That's mm-hmm. Maid, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because when I was dating, and I say this because when I was um dating my wife now, we would, um, I don't know what her father, again, I don't know what her power father prepared her for marriage. I have no idea. Um, I don't even think her father and mother were married. Again, I'd have to ask. Um, but there were certain things that I liked that she would do. And she would get in the car with me, right, and we'd drive from here to New York to go to the Meadowlands and scout tickets. And we did that like four or five times. Drop tickets to go watch the game. And then we do it here in D.C. You know, now we never shot pool or anything like that. And then she went with me 
a few times, and you all know the story, to watch Tiger Woods, you know, in Miami and here in D.C. So to me, I was like, oh, I'm in heaven. You know what I mean? I am in heaven because the things that I like, she likes. Now that we're married, (laughs) we don't do those things as much. But, you know, I haven't initiated enough because, you know, I just haven't done them. But I'm saying in the beginning, those are things that were important to me for somebody that I was looking to marry. Now, do you think that she done those things? Hmm? No, I was just asking, do you think that she did those things just to to just to grasp your interest and, they and, all and do. you know You know that's the game. Oh. They all do. But it works. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> just say it, it works. Yeah, that's that's right. That that's all I was getting at. Because you, you you were saying it like yeah. you, you held it up to some kind of standard like, man, you know, this oh, is cool, yeah. you know. She got the ring, dude. That's the highest standard yeah. you can get. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So the question is because unfortunately they put that. Unfortunately, they put the booty on the same category as playing pool and going to the games with us and all the other stuff. You know, make you think that this is what it's going to be. You know, when when you get married, yeah. and then after you get married, it's like you know, backed up the bus, and it's like, hold on, well, you supposed you was giving it out at least four times a day. Why was this yeah. once a month stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then after all that. And the and and the crazy part is this: she loves boxing, passionate about boxing, you know. But she kept that on the back shelf. So now, you know, if there's a fight, she'll be like, "Look, well, we're gonna go somewhere and watch this fight, or we're gonna get it." You know what I mean? So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a move. Either I'm gonna pay for it, or I'm gonna take her somewhere to watch the fight. You know, so it's a trade-off, but it's still sports. It's still something. You know, and I like boxing, too, you know, but it's still something that, and again, I don't know if she was prepared for this, but it fit in perfect for me. You know what I'm saying? That sports is not a a deterrent. It's not something that, oh, man, you got to go and do that. Who's fighting tonight? Why you got to go hang out with the boys? It's not. We're going somewhere to watch the fight. So I'm just thinking fathers, hmm? Does it have another type of effect on other things that you don't like as far as what she does from liking the things that she does like? No, Just like no. okay, since she like since she liked boxing, she also adopted the 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 uh the the trait of sitting back in the chair putting her hands in the pants or something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Does it have <laughs> another does it have another effect? You know, when just when every time she does this, she you know she she burping louder than me. You know. No, no, no. Like beer, she don't drink beer, none of that stuff. No, none of that. She's still a woman. <laughs> just to answer your question, she's still a woman. Oh, that's awesome. She's still, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, there's no, 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 no. You know, I can still <laughs> take her out in public and not be in. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, yeah, it's good. I'm just saying, as fathers raising these daughters, is there times when we should step in and say, okay, this is something that I'm going to teach you because it may come in handy down the line? Or do we just say, well, we're just going to hang out with your mom and go to the mall? Because, you know, if they go to the mall and that's all they know how to do is shop, look what you marry. Yeah. 
That's true. All she wants to do is shop. And for you, you end up saying, okay, I want to go hang out with the boys. There's some money to go shop. And that's what it's going to be. You're going to spend money twice. Once hanging out with them all, and now you got to give her money to go shop. Opposed to she wants to like to do the things that you like to do. You follow what I'm saying? So is mm-hmm. it is it is it is it to our benefit to raise our daughters in a way where we can say, okay, well I'm going to make you some some kind of marriage material for a guy, where he knows that you'll be well versed in certain things that he may like. Was that a stretch? I, I think I lay my woman on one plate. You know. <laughs> I mean, the norm is you don't like what I like because if you don't, I mean, you you can identify with what I like, but you ain't gonna like what I like because if you like what I like, then you gonna wanna join me every time I go to do my liking stuff. You know, it's like on the norm that a woman is not gonna like football to the extreme that a man does, and not to the same extreme. I know what you're saying, but you know, I don't want you to like football because. Uh, that's my quiet time. That's the time that you're going to leave me alone when you know my game is on. Okay. You know, sometimes you don't want her to sit there with you. It's only one day a week or twice a week maybe, but, you know, leave me alone and let me do my thing during that time. Let me kick him with my man, you know, during that time. All right. Anybody else? This can't be just a me and Darren thing. Things, right. you know, like I'm, I said before, it's a balance, man, you know. Okay, so we'll just teach them tap and ballet and be done with it. <laughs> 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 See, why you have to go there, Mr. Host? Because that's where it's at. Right, that's where it's at. So when they get with the dude, you know, that actually, you know, plays football, they run across a dude that actually plays for the Ravens that wants to date him. You know what I mean? And they know nothing about football. Yeah, well, my daughters know about football, so to your question, we, we you know, we cut the cartoons off on Sunday. They watch football on Sunday. Or they there go do other things, you know. So. There it is. There it is. And, that, and, and, and that's just the point that I'm making. You know, you make a conscious yeah. decision to make them well-versed with certain things because it's going to come in handy later, like the pool. Pool may come in handy. So that's I mean, think about it. Shooting pool is, is a date. You say, hey, let's go shoot some pool. Hey, let's go bowling. It's not always I don't think there are a lot of life. women that can shoot pool. But I don't hey, think Ronnie is shoot. letting them watch. I don't, I don't think you're letting them watch football on Sunday because you're getting them well-versed in something. I think it's just, you know, they just not watch nothing else because you're watching the TV in the house and it's got a football on it. I don't think you That's have true. any kind of subconscious idea like let me get you ready for a husband woman you know, I don't think you're doing that <laughs> you're right you're right sir you're exactly right well, you're well, right look, well look you know what we do here at House of Sets right it's what? called awareness <laughs> <laughs> true that I'm aware now you're right no doubt no doubt that's all I'm saying you got young girls you know what I mean it's going to come a point where you got guys you know they're going to go somewhere and they are, they're going to know. They ain't going to be like a deer in the headlight. You know? Who won the U.S. Open? Oh, I know. I know who won the U.S. Open in 2012. You do? Let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My daddy kept kept me, you know, 
well, well up to date on you know the current event sports wise. Mm-hmm. Mm. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, you know it's twelve, twelve. Um, Is it? Yeah. 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 Flip it yeah, over, man. Yeah. Flip it yeah, over. We gonna flip it over. Open mic. Hold on one second. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 